Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 152. We're missing a couple people tonight, mostly because of PAX East. Nate and Jordan are both there. I'm sure Nate is taking all kinds of fun pictures with Tom Nook and all that at Animal Crossing <laughs> booth, right? Can you imagine Nate at the Animal Crossing booth where everyone's all happy? And, he, and he's just like hanging out all, all be, you know, being Nate. <laughs> he's only there because he's in the Tom Nook suit. Even better, what if he had his mask on when he was doing that too? Oh, like the no. Nate the Hate mask? That he, probably, been like, he probably would have been tackled to the ground. That would have been <laughs> sick. Answer the questions, Tom Nook. <laughs> Shut up, Fringe. Taxes. Jordan looked like he was having fun there, though. Yeah, I saw him meet up with Ricky right and everything. So, yeah. he was having fun. <laughs> Uh, so let, me, but, so let me ask you guys a very important question. Who's going to follow my smart business move and actually start talking about politics on their video game channels? <laughs> Come on, who's lining up, man? Who's lining up now? No, dude, I saw I, I saw your, your Twitter post, Rich, and I was like, I was thinking like when you first started, I'm like, man, I don't know if this is going to end very well. Bro. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is is that people, I guess because I haven't done it for so long, I, oh, my OG YouTube, we, I talked a lot about politics, but I stopped when the whole apocalypse happened. And mm. I brought it back and everyone was like, what the hell? What do you talk about politics for? And I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so we have uh, we have Rich. If you didn't notice yet, you take USA. How's it going tonight, man? It's going lovely. I have seltzer. Okay, good. Good to have you out. Hey. Good to have you on. Uh, we're also missing MVG. He is at, I believe, a different convention outside of PAX East, but he's away this weekend. He'll be back next weekend. And I'm sure uh, Nate and Jordan will bring all kinds of stories back with them for next weekend but mm. we do have we do have sean back with us this weekend i am back i am back good to have you here uh someone will ask but what's the meat of the week um it was actually black forest ham twice Ooh. which wow. is weird because i bought some black forest ham and then my grandma came over for lunch yesterday and she brought me black forest ham and swiss cheese so Ooh, i had it twice mm. nice very good then we have uh we have miss click miss click how's Hi. it going how are you guys Oh, good as always. Good as always. Are you guys uh, regretting not going to PAX as much as I am? You know, I'll be honest. I was looking at PAX and I'm like, you know, it looks, it actually looks a, a bit more busy, I guess, than I, like, I, yeah. there's more there than I thought there'd be after everybody was talking about not going and all of this. Mm -hmm. it, it actually looks a, a bit better. So, yes, I am kind of regretting it. I think I would have had fun <laughs> there. Um, but. That Animal Crossing booth, that Animal Crossing booth is hitting me so hard. I was like, I don't, I don't even regret not going. And then I saw people playing in real life with Tom Milk, and I was like, oh, maybe I should have gone. <laughs> well, now I'm also looking at Platinum Games. They, they're sitting down with all kinds of people talking to them. So that would have been, that'd have been interesting to talk to some of the people mm -hmm. from Platinum Games about their projects coming up. Is Animal Crossing still uh, it's, it's slated to be released and its actual release date? Because I was actually yeah, hearing so. March 20th, yeah. Because I was hearing because of our beer beer named virus that it may actually be delayed too. I, I think I that it was actually tracked back to a fake rumor site. I think that they tracked it back and it was like some tiny blog and everybody like reported it. But no, <laughs> I, I think it's still on track. Apparently they still had the date up at PAX East like yeah. now in their booth. So I, I assume we're, you know, we're, we're not too far out 20 days or so. Then I, I guess it would be happening still. So, um, but uh, oh, we have a new member, Tasty Elixir. Thanks for becoming hey, a member. Do emojis and everything there. Thank you. Uh, then we have OJ. What's going on, man? Player essence. What's up, going, man? Dude? 
I'm very excited because they opened a Wingstop by my house, and this is just <laughs> one of the best things that's ever happened to me, man. I'm honest. Like it's, what's the? It's it's really good. What's that? What's the? What's the favorite on the on the menu right now? Lemon pepper. Lemon, lemon pepper. pepper. Okay. Just okay. Absolutely delicious, and it's a good price too. Do they have painfully spicy ones where you feel like you can't breathe after oh, taking a bite? Those uh, are my absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You can customize your order and everything like that, and like, it, oh. like it's like eight dollars for like ten wings. It's Oh, so okay. That's not bad. I don't think they have those in Florida yet. I need to go. Yeah, Wingstop mm. is delicious, and it's a new one. So you know when they make new stores, everyone's trying to make sure that they do their best, right? Like yeah, the brand new stores. So they're cooking it to perfection and everything. It's mm. clean. It's super clean. It's nice. Oh man, I was there, and they're open till midnight. It's just it's the oh okay. So you can, oh okay. So you sneak in there yeah. right at the right after some editing at night. Exactly. Right. I, I did. <laughs> I edited and I did. I watched uh, Demon Slayer and then I ate wings, and that was quite possible. One of the best nights of my life. Everything was, <laughs> everything was good. There, I, I just gained five pounds from you talking about. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did go to the gym today, though. I did. Go, I, did <laughs> I ran for about an hour. So there you go. There you go. Uh, Max, what's going on, man? Uh, probably gaming too much, man. It's been a fun week. I've been playing that Neo Two demo, uh, and it's whipping my ass. It is uh, fair enough. Yeah, it's tough, dude. <laughs> it's tough. They they tuned it down. Actually, apparently the they did a beta for it. Apparently, like two months ago, and a hundred percent of the feedback was this is too hard. So now we're playing the easier version of it. I think I'm going to make a video about it. Cool. Very good. And then uh, Evan, Evan's here as always, moderating chat, hanging out. What's going on? Not much. Just keeping busy. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Video games, hit me with them. What do you guys? What do we play? Metro Redux for the Switch is excellent. Yeah, I'm actually on chapter five of the first one. Um, on that, I've only played it in handheld as well, and it's really good. It looks really better good. in it looks better in handheld than it does in docked. I will say that. Does it? Yes, it okay. definitely looks better in handheld. I'd say it looks better in handheld by myself. I've only um, played it in handheld too, but the rep who sent me the review code say that it is native 1080p when you have it docked. At least from what he told me, anyway. Mm, yeah, I, play, I have it on a 4K monitor here, so that probably doesn't help even native 1080p stuff. But I think it looks. I think the the handheld mode sh because it's it's shrunk down a bit helps it out. But it looks. It's one of those games that doesn't look like it has that Vaseline smear on the on the handheld, which is nice. Yeah, uh, it's, it's real. It's sharp. real clean. Real clean in handheld. And if you get it physically, it is all on the cartridge. There is no white bar at the top so oh, everything how much does it costs i i don't know ps4 do you think it's worth buying for handheld i do like the game how much is it it's, it was uh it's walmart, for, walmart had it yeah. for 41 yeah you can get it i i don't know if they still have it but i actually got mine off amazon and it was it was 41 what's yeah. weird though is when you pop in the cartridge it does two separate icons for each individual game instead oh. of just having like a metro icon and then you choose your game within the menu it does what's, two different icons. What's, uh, I think, I think Final Fantasy did that too. It it, it yeah. does. Final Final Fantasy does it. Um, Final Fantasy. If you have the double pack, the, the ten, one ten from, two, yeah. yeah, that one does it. And also, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, can do that at times too. So, mm. Wait, no, actually, wait, no, 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 no. You pick that. My bad. No, you you pick it from the menu. My bad. It's, if you get the standalone, it does that. But yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're separate. It won't let you cross the save apparently or something like that. I'm not yeah, exactly it's, sure. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, it's but yeah, some of the games do that though. You have a cartridge, yeah. but it brings up two different icons. It's it's strange sometimes how they do that. But yeah, Metro. This is Evan will tell you. This is one of the games that when I heard it was going to be a portable 
game. I thought back to when it first came out and we had that. Uh, what did we have, Evan? The, the had, 5770, the ATI 5770 yeah, and the Tessellation just became a thing. <laughs> and that was yeah. a game that was testing it out. <laughs> we cranked that thing up. I remember going down that first tunnel when the anomaly happens behind you and you black out and you see all the little <laughs> bricks and then it hits two frames a second. You're like, this looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. I had a 5770 as well at the time. And like, it's it just amazing. You're playing this game on basically a tablet now and you had a computer that would make your graphics card smoke back in like well, 2009. Well, the engine was vastly overhauled for, I think it was second game. And then they decided to go back to the first and basically run it back through and even add more to the story, which was a cool idea. So it's gotta be just way more optimized. Cause at that point, even the devs were talking about how when Tessellation came out, it was something you kind of just like drag and dropped into the thing and just hope to God that it worked. Cause you couldn't really add anything else to it or else it would just make your whole like, everything you're working on to start crashing and not working at all so it's yeah it's, good it's it is weird to see it on a on basically a tablet now it is very strange to see that because it just beat yeah. up video cards like crisis back back then so well there there were i remember all the screenshots when they were first showing it off and the screenshots of like the lighting effects going through the shadow effects and just being like this is next gen ps3 and now they're like all right we put it on this tablet check it out uh yeah it's it's it is it is impressive to see it there and it looks it looks good it runs pretty well too so overall a good outing there for for metro redux i did play uh the Mega Man zero zx collection i don't have the case here actually that's at the other that's in the too. office but i do have the cartridge right here <laughs> uh and it it is good it is very good for it's 30 dollars too physically wow. um yeah, it has uh, it has zero, one, two, three, and four, and then it has Mega Man ZX and then uh, ZX Advent. So the two DS games on there. Uh, yeah. Talk about the other features though that it has, like what you can do within the game. What with, with the like like the other cool stuff that you can do, like when it comes like to the linking with the with the bosses. You know what? Did you play Advent? I, I don't play. I didn't play much of the Advent. Oh, yet, okay. No. Okay, okay. Never mind. Then I won't ruin it for you. <laughs> I didn't get into the. I didn't get into the DS ones as much. I'm playing through it in order. I finished the first two zeros. I'm I'm halfway through the third one now. Okay. okay. Uh, so I'm gonna play them in order, and then I'm gonna roll into ZX. I did. I did turn it. I did turn ZX on though because I was curious how they would do the DS stuff since it's dual screen, and they mm. just drop that screen in the bottom right and use the right stick to move a basically a mouse cursor around. Is how it works. Yeah. So they figured that out at least. They're like, we'll just put. We'll just put two screens and we'll just make you move it around like a little mouse down there instead of it being a touch. Uh, so that that actually worked out, but it is it is good and it has that online. Did you play the online yet, OJ, on it? Mm-hmm. The saber, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, sa- the saber chaser where you have to try to run through with everyone else and you have two screens. You can see the other person's run while you're doing it. I, I stopped streaming it and I'm like, let me just try to get through the rest of this or I like kind of get through more of it. And I just tried out the online. And I like there's like some type of like boss link that you can do with the advent games that there's like a, a boss link and um, just like the way that it, it controls it feels like that the, the, there's like no input delay it feels really responsive and all of those games on one cartridge that's like probably like the best thing right like no more download code for the other games it's all on one cartridge and it's 29.99 it's if you're a Mega Man Zero fan which Zero is my favorite Mega Man character. I, I had to buy it. I didn't buy the other ones. I didn't buy the Mega Man collection games. I played them, but I didn't mm. buy them. But I bought the I bought it myself. Uh, mm. I, went to, I, got, I got the last copy at Walmart, so I was pretty happy about that. So yeah, it's it's great. So if you like Mega Man games, it's it's really good. And I never I never played the, the DS games back in the day. I didn't play those. Okay. So yeah, yeah, playing them through for the first time is pretty cool. 
Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's good though. 30 bucks. And it's kind of hard to, I'd go to three different stores to find it. Yeah. It, there's not a lot of shipments. There's not a lot of that. That's mm-hmm. why uh, the guy told me they only, they got four copies of the game and three of them sold instantly when it was Jeez. released. Cause I actually went like a little bit, I think I went a couple days after the game came out mm-hmm. and they sold, they were pretty much done. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of hard. They didn't ship a lot out. I don't know why they didn't. Maybe they're just thinking it wasn't going to sell as much, but there isn't a ton of physical, or I think they're just trying to get you to buy the game digital. I mean, you wouldn't put it past Capcom to do that, to be honest. Like if you can't find a physical, just go home and download. It's barely any, you know, size. Yeah. So. No. So I think they're just trying to do that, to be honest. Is that, good, pick, good pick up, though. Is that game still hard as hell? I'll be honest. I I beat the first one barely on Game Boy back in the day, and I remember it just being, like, the hardest freaking Mega Man game ever. Is it still brutally tough, or is it... I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just hard to me at the time. It, it's still... It, I mean, it's easier. It's easier now because they have the save assist feature where they add checkpoints mm. to each level, so oh, it's a little easier. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But you still need to beat all the bosses. Like you still need to try to beat them. So I think for like 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 John's good at Mega Man, yeah. and I know like you're good at those types. Like you, well, you play Dark Souls and stuff. So I mean, I, you, it'll translate yeah. over or whatever the case. Yeah, says. yeah. So, it's about memorization like, patterns. Yeah, exactly. Memorization patterns. I I'm bad at Mega Man games. So I yeah. got like my butt kicked by like the first boss on like NZX. Like you kicked my yep. butt twice. So I'm not as good. But the save assist and other stuff will help you. And like you'll get better. You'll start remembering. Like you'll start saying, mm-hmm. okay, he does this. So it's just memory and then with those save assists it makes it actually easier so i may pick it up yeah yeah there's a there's a lot there's a lot to play there i think each you could each beat each zero game in three to four hours so they're not that long but you have so many of them there it adds up to like 30 or 40 hours total for the collection so it's pretty it's pretty good it's pretty good overall i would say for for mega man fans or people who missed it um all right sean you play anything else other than metro Oh yeah, I played a lot of stuff. Oh uh, good. Oh, that's right because you weren't here the week prior, the weekend prior. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, I, I probably can't even think that far back. Feels like forever. <laughs> um, you're right. Um, <laughs> um, what did I play? Uh, Samurai Showdown on Switch. Very very fun port. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, I played this game called MX Nitro Unleashed, which is kind of like a Trials Excite Bike hybrid. It's actually really good. It's only ten bucks. It's from Saber Interactive um still playing resident evil 6 i have finished uh leon and chris i'm playing as ada right now oh um i don't know (laughs) um i just felt like i just felt like playing it and sean just sean Sean just needs a nintendo direct already oh my god (laughs) you're over Um, playing resident evil 6 man (laughs) what and you know what pisses me off no one's around to play the the online stuff um that sucks i want to check out some of the online stuff if you buy me a copy i'll actually i promise i'll play with you (laughs) purchase yourself a friend there I, I'm so bad. I own it twice. I own it on uh, Xbox 360, and I own the PlayStation 4 re-release. It's, I'm not buying it a third time. I swear to God, I, you can't you can't get me to do it. What else? What else did I play? Um, Probably Warface. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Warface. Still playing Warface. Uh, I, I still enjoy the game. It's still yeah, fun. Pretty good. Warface um, isn't bad. I mean, for a free for a free to play game, it's like, and there's no Call of Duties on the switch so it definitely fills a it fills a void i imagine on the um, switch the the potential of pay to win might not hit as much mostly because the community i don't feel is going to dive into that much as on any other yeah like i haven't i haven't come across anyone where i've been like oh wow this guy is really good he either is you know buying shit or whatever like i'm always sniper rifle shooting you through walls and stuff you're like okay <laughs> yeah no i have i haven't encountered any of that in the game and um I don't know. I guess I, that that's all that comes to me off the top of my head. Um, but I did I did play Warframe 
legend Carissa. Um, but Samurai Showdown, very, I was very impressed um, with the switchboard. I thought it was, it was really well done. I had a lot of fun with it. I actually enjoyed my review copy so much that I bought a physical copy as well. Let me ask you a couple questions with Samurai Showdown on Switch. So the developers said that they had a, pr a pretty tough time porting the game, getting it running at 60 frames per second and everything. If you play a game like Mortal Kombat, for example, that kind of dips, you know, every now and then maybe you might be able to feel it or not. How do you, um, did you play the Xbox version or the other versions? And how does it feel? Does it feel like it's 60 every time? Is, is the online, like, so? I mean, I saw your review, but I mean, it'd just be nice to kind of... Yes, I actually played um, since then I've played ranked because now more people are playing ranked. I haven't had any issues with online stuff whatsoever. Granted, I haven't played too many ranked matches because I like winning and I don't want to come across someone who's like really beastly. But like I, I, I've had no performance issues with the game. Like it definitely doesn't look as good as as the xbox one or the ps4 version but to me it just seemed mostly like the backgrounds are more dull and more muted and things like that i i think if you like a traditional fighting game and you know like because mortal kombat 11 it's a great fighting game but it's also very over the top you know it's not very traditional in terms of a fighting game it's sort of that new style of fighting game which is great but i also prefer you know traditional fighting games as well and i think just from a traditional standpoint it's really fun like there's there's a it, it's very easy to jump into it's easy to you know pull off your basic moves but like timing and meta and you know like doing your um your attack so that your uh your opponent gets um unarmed and then if you get unarmed like when to do the blade catch and shit like that like there's there's so much technical stuff into it that just makes it really fun nice nice i'm, I'm, I'm think i'm gonna pick that one up it's good it's 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 i mean it's it's really good like i said it was good enough for me to want to pick up a physical copy to you know just to have one so okay. i enjoyed it but what about miss click dude Did i do play Listen, I need Animal Crossing to come out. <laughs> You're going to just, it's just going to be every week. It's just going to be, you played Animal Crossing. This is what I'm, I did in my town. Like well, yeah, I want to play Doom too, but like Animal yeah. Crossing is going to be the one that's like invest so many hours. I started playing Which one here. do you start? Which one do you start first though? I would say if you're smart, play Doom first because yeah. that has a, that has a definite end. Definitive end, yeah. I'm not smart, yeah. so <laughs> there you go, chat. You're welcome. I'm not smart, so <laughs> but I started playing Nier. That was fun. I really like the combat, and people mainly sold me on it because I feel like that's something under the radar for a lot of people. But they're like, if you really like Astral Chain and you like the combat yeah. and stuff like that, you'll love Nier. Um, and it's just did you get really it fun. recently? Did you get it recently? Yeah, we uh I got it like I got it the PC version. So like the PC oh, port okay. can we talk can we talk about that for a second? Like their PC port is so like lazily done. Oh, like, I played it on I played it on PS4. Yeah, yeah. it's shoddy. Yeah, what, you near autonomous. Yeah, yeah, you have to install well, a fan made mod to help Whoa, with man. uh like stuttering and like it scripts it. Dark Souls yeah. yeah, Dark Souls had the same thing. Yeah, oh. and then it's legitimately not configured for controller on Steam. Uh, it's configured for keyboard, and then if it does recognize that you're using a controller, it's only for Xbox. So yeah. it's really weird. It's pretty spotty. Um, yeah. But if you're used to like converting Xbox prompts to PlayStation, it's not that big of a deal. Hmm. Um, but weird. I didn't even I didn't even know until when I was in Colorado. I didn't even know you could use the Switch Pro controller with Steam, which I thought yep. was really cool. Mm -hmm. Oh yep. shit! I didn't. I just learned something new right now. Yeah, you yeah. just have to go into the settings, and like if it's not picking it up in the game, you just have to go and enable it, which was tough to it was frustrating to figure out at first other than that um i just started playing today because the closed beta just launched for the uh the black desert online their battle royale the shadow arena started mm. playing that today 
and that's actually really fun. It's cool playing a battle royale because I've been waiting for Spellbreak to come out. It's cool playing a battle royale that's not just like a shooter with classic guns. Like you got like your different classes. You got like the warrior, the rogue, the like a freaking like death knight. You get a monk. It's so cool. It's really hectic, but it's like really fun. So we were doing that today. Hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Oh, Miss Click, don't don't you have a PS4? I do, but it's in the other room because he was like messing around with Death Stranding and I'm uh, not going to bring it back because I want him to finally play Shadow of the Colossus remake. Oh, nice. that just went on PlayStation Plus. PlayStation uh -huh. Plus yeah, yeah. I have the physical and I literally just have it sitting there and I told okay. him like, you got to you got to play that. And I'm not going to move PS4 out of that room <laughs> until you play it. Oh, so, OK, because the yeah. PS4 is I played the PS4 Pro on Nier Automata and it's 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 fantastic on yeah, there. It's like, good. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's really sure. good on there. It yeah, runs no. well, runs it's well just, enough. I feel like for as highly as everybody who has played that game, the port does not do it justice. No. Like it was honestly, I couldn't even run it properly in my streaming software. It's just <laughs> it's, not optimized. Yeah, it reminds me of the PS, PS3 version of Bayonetta. When that remember when that whole thing went yeah. down? Oh, that was ugly. <laughs> it's like frames here, per we're second. Gonna, <laughs> we're gonna play we're gonna pay you platinum to like do this but then like nothing more and they're like it's not my contract i don't gotta work on it i don't gotta yeah. fix it i don't like, know you did gotta they optimize did, that who did that did, did did they do the pc version of the game did platinum i don't know who's responsible mm, for porting it oh. over but it needs work okay. it, yeah. they just like dropped it and they're like bye yeah. <laughs> did, did you see remember when neo neo was put on uh pc and it turned out that they literally just took like the console code and dropped it on pc because it didn't even recognize that mouses existed you had to plug oh, in a controller and type like commands on the keyboard to select uh, menu up you couldn't click things that's it's what like, it was like yeah it's so frustrating wow mm. yeah. yeah what about uh what about max you've been up to man uh, I've been playing a bunch of stuff, but the main thing I've been trying to get back into, which I finally found my 3DS, oh, is I'm wanting to play a bunch of uh, New Leaf. So my plan is to play a bunch of New Leaf. Um, I've also just been playing a bunch of random MMOs, just trying out different MMOs. I'm trying to get back. There's a big new patch for Final Fantasy XIV that uh, introduces Ruby Weapon. They remade the Ruby Weapon fight. Oh, that's cool. To basically be like a god and you're basically fighting like the god ruby weapon um but also just kind of just playing nonsense games you know since it's slow and it's about to be shit like final fantasy 7 remake and resident Evil 3 i'm kind of just trying to enjoy oh, you know what i just realized games for now i just realized we'd be we'd be playing final fantasy 7 remake this week coming up if they didn't delay it mm -hmm. mm. The, Ooh, that's the, so true yeah. one of the speculation i've seen a lot on uh on reddit is that what they might do is uh uh they might drop the demo on the day it was going to be released as like a, okay like you're gonna to have to still wait a month but here you go mm, man yeah that demo what i need that demo <sighs> all right evan what'd you play man i've just been going Let around with old games still playing through metro exodus a little bit and yeah just playing warframe with a buddy of mine who's getting back into it so i'm seeing from his perspective how the game is for new players so interesting okay uh i think i was uh, rich you play anything else other than metro before we move on just metro okay playing the metro games very nice very nice Evan, we got discord question man uh can a service like nvidia geforce now ever be viable with how the publishers seem to want to pull off of them uh, <laughs> no <laughs> don't even get me on that man i'll talk about it for two hours because it pisses me off but anyway yeah that should that service should be way better way better but man activision and bethesda just cannot let that go <laughs> they're being dicks it's your games you paid for you're just using the cloud their cloud computing power to sign into your steam account for games that you gave money for why are they taking them off it's this not like they're giving, 
It was, Whoa, it's kind of genius foresight for them to put that in the uh, the agreements for their software, though. Like, so mm. many years ago to be like, we know this is about to happen. Oh, man. It oh, hurts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. So now we have to sign up for 20 different goddamn pres- subscription services and pay $200 a month to play the games we want to like play. Netflix, cool. Disney+, Hooray! DC Universe, just like Hulu. Just like how television became. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I don't have Basically, television. You get the, you, you cut the cord with sling. Oh, you wait. You want that channel? Oh, you got to get this package. Oh, wait. You want that channel? You gotta I get think this that's going to happen. I think that's going to happen with streaming. Really you know? I think so, too, because companies are just too greedy. That's what it boils down to. They just, they just kicked back streaming. And I'm kind of part like part of me is okay with it because I like having my hardware right here. They just knocked back streaming like 10 years now because no one knows how to make money off of it. Yeah, mm. oh, that's a good point. It is a real shame because GeForce Now for the fir- for that first week where it was out, it was pretty good. Oh, it was sexual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? It was like, I, I literally went to Starbucks and I was going to make a video until everything imploded, ironically playing Doom, Bethesda. Yeah, I, I did a video a with busy, Doom. <laughs> in a busy Starbucks with everyone using devices, using Wi-Fi, it skipped like maybe one or two frames. I'm like, holy shit, this is like it's 60 FPS maxed out settings, and I'm on a little GPD win computer. This is the future. Oh wow, now I can't play it anymore. Yep. Yep. Oh. I did I did uh, I did the RTX stuff too on it just to see it. It it worked fine too. So uh it was it was surprising. Now who knows with that service? Mm. Because, and everyone freaked out because everyone's like, oh my god, NVIDIA is gonna become the Netflix of gaming. We're all gonna be left behind. So let's pull our games and be assholes. But the, the crazy thing is, though, they would actually have more people to sell to if they just let it go that way because they're going to sell on Steam anyway. So yeah. like, yep. it's like, oh, well, too many people might buy this. We better pull it. That, that's what I don't understand is like, it's not like they're selling a separate copy that streams. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just they already got their money and they would actually get a bigger base because people who don't own gaming PCs, which is a lot of people still, would be like, oh, I can make a Steam account, buy the game, give Bethesda and whoever else money, and now I could stream them on a little on a phone. But no, yeah. let's not do that. Let's because we want to make our own service and let's be anti-consumer. Mm. It is it is quite frustrating. Yeah. Uh, Evan, do we have another Discord question in there before I go through some of the Super Chats? I mean, we already covered the other one because he was also asking if every publisher was going to produce their own service. Uh, Probably yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're they're going to want us to pay three hundred dollars a month to play video games. Oh man, it's just it's it's going to hurt them in the long run because people are going to pick and choose. That's just how it's happened. Go. Yeah, and I'm going like, back to the GameCube. Yeah, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy a PSP. Something else. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what it's funny because people talk about that, like the future of gaming and like what will you do? I'm like, dude, there's so many games out there. You actually, we actually don't need new games anymore. Like, there's so many old games that you so go back true. to, like well, that, that we I, haven't I used, played. You know, I used to have that because yeah. I'm a big retro collector, and I still hear that question sometimes of like, how can you still be playing PlayStation One games? And it's like, because there's a thousand of them. It's not. I haven't. <laughs> play, I'm not replaying a bunch of them. I'm literally finding new games and playing them. Uh, uh, yeah, it's gonna be mm, the GameCube is such uh, a great system to go back to as well. Like, I really I started buying some GameCube games myself, and it's just I bought Path of Radiance. I don't Mm. know why not. I can't eat it. Oh my god, how much? Can I, ask? <laughs> I know, I know, I know how much those are. I had to get one too. I know. How much those are. I bought it and now and I bought it and I I, I promptly put it on my shelf and walked yeah. out of my room. 
I was like, I got it. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. Oh, and I put it on myself and I walked out and watched Demon Slayer. So that was that was my uh, that was my thought process with that. But uh, but yeah, there's a lot of games that we can all go back to. So. You got to get one of those uh, SD loaders, uh, OJ, so you don't have to use the original disc. As long as you have it, obviously, you can load the image up onto it. And it's really easy now. That obviously, obviously. <laughs> as legal consumers of video games, we pay our $300 a month. There's no, uh, yeah, there's no soldering now. They put it in a socket, so you just open the GameCube, put it in, and close it. And then, uh, and you just use an SD card to load all the games. Oh, yeah. that makes, I want to do that. Yeah, I did it to the, this GameCube here. It has the SD card loader in it, uh, but you don't have to solder it like I did before. You just, you just drop it in now. Did they you guys, put a socket on it. did you guys ever experiment with the game when you had GameCubes back in the day, like as a kid, did you ever experiment with what games will still play without the disc in them? Because there was oh games. oh, where you, you, you take them out. That it basically, if it doesn't need the disc, it won't. Yeah. It, you don't like Animal That's Crossing. I bet you Animal Crossing didn't need the disc. Yeah, my my friend and I, we only had one Animal Crossing disc, and we mm -hmm. would start Animal Crossing on his GameCube, yep. and then I go across the street and I start Animal Crossing on my GameCube, and whoever had to end last would obviously put the disc back in, so it would save properly. Because sometimes well, that, it would bork. That entire yeah, that, we both would play at the same time. That entire game was 32 megabytes on that GameCube disc. Insane. <laughs> we, we used to do that trick all the time where uh, in Final Fantasy VII, you could cast Renew, which keeps filling up your health until the next enemy's turn. So you cast Renew on yourself and then open the disc tray so it could never load the next enemy's turn. So you just full to heal and then shut no the way. disc tray. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it was a well-known glitch at the time. And I used to do that all the time. Like, oh, I'm losing this boss fight. Open the disc tray. <laughs> let's uh let's go to some of these super chats here Jaden says is oj gonna be on the spawn cast tonight uh oj are you gonna be on the spawn cast tonight <laughs> um it's it's a it's like a reoccurring thing on my or meme on my channel oh uh, like, okay somebody will always ask me when i stream hey oj you're gonna be on the spot and they're serious though are you gonna be on the spawn cast tonight <laughs> so that's like the thing we've been doing now we do a drum roll for him like hey it's the person because there's always somebody blank avatar of course but there's always somebody that that <laughs> <laughs> that that asks me, are you going to be on the spawn cast? So it's, it's just something that it needs to be asked. It's it's a very important question. It's a good question. Yeah, it is. It is, and I'm here. So they love you. They want you. They to love me exactly. Uh, Justin asks. Uh, I heard Evan mention he used to repair consoles as well last week. Since he's such a mystery, what's a little of his history? Uh, <laughs> like, there's too much to really draw from. I mean, between just nothingness and random bouts of arson well, how, how long how long did you do it evan like how long you do it and like what oh the repairing specifically yeah. that's what they're asking about is repairing yeah probably i mean i did it for at least two years before we got into business at that store and started doing it so almost 12 years yeah because that was 2009 because i remember madden 12 years because i'm i remember madden 2010 came out our first year there because it had troy palomalu on the front yeah um but that was 2000 and, and larry fitzgerald mind you yeah <laughs> uh but uh well i, I don't like the cardinals so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that is bad <laughs> you didn't want to be yeah. legit look at how bitter it is this man legit didn't mention larry fitzgerald. <laughs> hey larry fitzgerald is what is the good card he's one of the good cardinals okay he's one of the good ones <laughs> you didn't mention him that's so funny as a nighter he's, one of, that's, he's that's one of the hilarious. he's one of the good ones all right he is one of the good ones he is one of the good ones uh <laughs> Yeah, so we, we, Evan's been doing repairs for a long time too. He could do some repairs on camera if he had to. Oh yeah, he could tear it. things down. Oh yeah. Uh, Pablo uh, says February gaming log platinumed Nino Cooney one and two. Oh, <gasps> I'm oh. playing Nino Cooney one again. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> it's really good, man. It's Nino so Kuni good. I love it. So good. 
completed Ever Ever Oasis and Dead Cells on the Switch. Uh, Leap Day game is Darksiders War Master. And a big hi to everyone. Um, <laughs> Alcatraz says, have any of you ever been happy that a game got canceled for one reason or another? I, I actually, I read that question and I thought of an example. Radical Heights. Do you remember that? Uh, oh, uh, oh, man. <laughs> I, that I still have footage. I have footage of like the one day that game existed and I'm riding down a zip line and nothing is loaded. I'm like floating out into nothingness and then I landed and a guy shot me in the head with a shotgun. Yo, it's like, yo, this game was so bad. I'm glad they did not even try. Dreamcast guy. Don't need on Cliffy B. <laughs> do you remember when we were trying to play together and game when that yes. came out oh my god <laughs> and we couldn't get into a party it didn't recognize I, I would invite you and it would show you in my party but we yeah. you oh my god i forgot that was so funny yeah yeah that's why you, we, I, mean, I was trying to get dreamcast and we were streaming and we were trying to get the game to work it just wouldn't work dude. we like, spent the game a just solid not... hour inviting each other to be like all right i'm in the party are you in the party <laughs> Who says you're in the party that was like me with freaking uh the call of duty battle royale uh, oh yeah 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 it was i got cool. really into about blackout i got real into blackout yeah i had i had party problems though but in radical heights be like you're riding your bike and then randomly like it'll shoot you up like 300 feet in the air and you're like what just yep. happened there's yep. nothing here they made that game in like two weeks or something didn't they you could tell <laughs> yeah much. there was so yeah. much untextured buildings they couldn't yep. even put bricks in the game oh yeah. man uh uh patrick says uh, xbox needs phil spencer to retire so doug master chief can take over <laughs> Hey, Phil Spencer, you know what? Phil, Phil Spencer, a good job. He's, he's done a good job since Don Matcher tried to sink the ship. Although Sean doesn't really like Phil Spencer. I don't dis I don't dislike him. I just want him to come out and be like, yes, I enjoy going to strip clubs near golf courses <laughs> and drinking and tipping you know very well. You know what, Sean? You know what we should do? We should try to get Phil Spencer on the podcast so you can talk to him about that. I would love to. That would be amazing. Phil, Phil, do you like going, Phil, do you like going to strip clubs? Why? Yes, I do. <laughs> What's the average friendly tip for a stripper if you like her performance? Oh, $7? Well, he's I mean, probably not coming on now. Yeah, it depends just if you're in the, the VIP room. Or, <laughs> the VIP. Yeah. No, if, if Phil Spencer wants to come on the podcast, we'll have a, a legit conversation about the Xbox and the future of Microsoft. I think it'd be fun. And then Sean will probably ask him something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sean will ask him if he sleeps nude. Uh, uh, for, yeah. Oh my god. For for uh, for K says, "Will will we get Metro Exodus on Switch?" Ooh. Can I don't Metro know. Games if we have... on Switch. Okay. Like, are they? Well, those are those were on the three. These were on the three sixty. Yeah. Before, whereas Exodus was not. Oh, right. I don't. You know, I feel like they probably could make it work. I'm not sure how well, but. I feel like I mean, I've seen the, the I've seen The Witcher work, so yeah, I feel like they right. use the right. same engine. Every time I say they can't make a game for Switch, it ends up coming to Switch, so I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> no, just say say that it, 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 they can't do it, so it comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I other three they, can't come to Switch. Dude, you know what? I want Monster Hunter World. That's probably one huh? of the ones I wish would come the most. I love Monster yeah, Hunter World. True. It's sold yeah. so much. I feel like the Switch community would go bonkers for that. Mm. Yeah, didn't, Dawn didn't Capcom well. say flat out though that it can't work? Like they said they I, can't get Monster I, Hunter I World. I think to they work. had a, a statement that was not quite that direct, but I think it alluded to the fact that they just didn't know how to get because it's so open world. I mean, I, it's way so. I big. think I think they're just gonna make the Switch's own Monster Hunter game. Yeah, like they'll, they'll make because I mean, yeah. world's like world's supposed to be geared more towards like the mainstream the casual, casual yeah. kind of right. That's the idea. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Uh, I think they, they'd probably make 
one more in line with the more uh quote unquote hardcore monster hunter for the switch and the switch's install base is large enough where they could probably do that anyway so and it'd probably do fine they could they could literally have two different monster hunter games now and sell yeah. a ton of copies so adonine yep. smith is in chat and he's saying that yeah capcom said something along the lines they're making a new monster hunter for switch so yeah it'd be yeah. cool if we were getting two separate series the hardcore and the casual because yeah. i'll buy them both i know <laughs> uh capcom got i don't want to say lucky but they 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 very fortunate that world did as well as it did dude it's still um, selling man yeah didn't, didn't capcom convince nintendo to put four gigs of ram in the switch instead of three i thought i heard that I, that was a story a long time ago i remember that it was at like uh like, like almost like a gdc type event where they talked to cat or capcom talked to nintendo because i think they wanted to go with the standard three gigabytes that the shield had yeah and they decided no you really got to go with four so we can make some of this stuff work and i guess i guess they did they took the advice so smart advice to take i still think the switch should have more but smart advice to take yeah uh next i'm sure next gen switch will probably have i'd say probably at least double that so i would say eight yeah yeah the switch ultimate there you go a couple hey you know what we're we're about to we're about to complete the third year of the switch so about halfway through its life then right six year life cycle you think so weird so right i mean usually when you get through the fourth year and you're into the fifth that's when you start hearing like the rumblings of like what's going to happen next gen kind of thing so getting we've close been hearing, we've been hearing rumblings of a pro since the switch was released and now all of a sudden yeah. i mean wasn't that more our fault than anything <laughs> i was like no there was a big major sites that were saying that that was there, there were some big yeah there were some big like um new york times and stuff like that was saying okay it. but wccf <laughs> tech and like uh, yeah it wasn't like wall you know street journal wall street journal put out there's still the whole like the whole um wall street journal yeah, light yeah. And then like switch mm -hmm. pro that that was the thing and the switch light happened so when the switch light happened people were like oh here we go you know like it's gonna be like those old rumors of the next one but maybe nintendo decided that they they want to just do like a like a switch two instead of just like a yeah yeah it's gonna be the next gen if it comes out in 2021 let's just keep it real it's the next gen switch it's not it's not a pro you know yeah and i mean if it all plays the same games anyway like if uh, you can still have developers create for the old switch and it just looks better on the new one anyway so um that's usually the only real complaint i have about some switch games is just it doesn't look like really sharp or you know like, like we were talking about sean the vaseline effect if the next gen switch is literally just what we have now just you know looks better than that's all i really want so yeah you have cataracts when you will look at the games like with the witcher on like a 4k tv yeah oh man yeah mm. uh aiden quinn says rich show feet <laughs> there you go i'll just i'll just get naked for you there you go <laughs> hell yeah i slide my dms bro Mike, uh, missed click is like, I will never come back to the stream again. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike says, For those of you who are buying Animal Crossing, what are you naming your towns? I'm thinking Blue Shores or something similar for mine. Oh, well, that name's gonna get taken. Oh, I guess it doesn't really matter. I don't know yet. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm not gonna say because then somebody's gonna be a douchebag yeah. and take it, right? Or is that <laughs> yeah. like, I, I my thought was, uh, I'll, I'll say mine because I don't think anybody will take it. I used to like the old uh, PlayStation Vita community. They always called themselves the Vita Island because of the kind of funny guys. And hmm. uh, I don't know, in, in homage to that, I actually kind of think I want to name mine the Vita Island. Damn, okay. Your island's going to die soon then, bro. It is, yeah. It's going to last six months. No one will talk about it and everyone will starve to death. <laughs> oh, man. 
uh, and then everyone would go looking for it, you know, five, six years later. And, sp- and spend $300 plus <laughs> on it, by the way. I bought a ice movie for nearly that price, so your island's going to be worth a lot of money later, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Island. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Chat's exploding tonight. <laughs> uh let's uh we'll come back to the super chats uh, a little later on evan do we have any other discord questions before we move into the first topic here uh we had one that i needed to decipher a little bit but it was pretty much the last one who is the best salesman <laughs> badge arcade bunny versus street pass plaza bunny i like street pass plaza bunny I don't think I know. What, what is that? I've never I know, that. right? That's, I that saw it. Okay, so it's for yeah, the, it's for the 3DS. 3DS, yeah. yeah it's for 3DS. Those little games that you played? Yeah. I just remember Street Pass. Yeah. Yeah, I, I only used Street Pass. There was like an RPG game. I forgot what it was, was though. Does anybody remember that RPG game that you'd play whenever? Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. I played, I played that. I did do that one, too, yeah. yeah. You'd get really ugly-looking people doing your battles. Like, <laughs> oh, good. I got a messed up version <laughs> of Link. Yeah, I went to E3, and I got like so many people when i went to e3 like it was just like crazy i i did i went to a convention and i just when i was sitting in the food court and there's hundreds of people walking past you could just keep turning it on and would ping like the maximum amount every time mm-hmm. all right very cool let's uh let's go over to we'll start with the xbox series x uh tonight yes. because we had we had a, a, i don't i don't know what's going on here because we know we seem to know a lot about the series x and we know nothing very little about the ps5 you know it has um, triggers that have haptic feedback and nothing else yes yeah well yeah. uh but phil spencer put out a post on their news xbox.com site detailing a lot about the series x and the idea going forward into the next generation they put out a little slide that very quickly 12 teraflops variable rate shading hardware accelerated direct x ray tracing quick resume for multiple games and smart delivery smart delivery seemed pretty interesting for a lot of people even though we've had cross buy and other things like that this seems to be the next i guess the next level or the the next gen version of cross buy where it will pull assets and textures and all kinds of stuff needed for like let's say you have the series x versus the lockhart versus the xbox one x and so on it can tell what system you have and then it'll grab any patches or anything put out there by the developer and you buy the game once and then it moves forward cyberpunk being the first third party that i've seen so far that said yeah we're on that uh and then all first party games will be doing that as well um so what do we think about what we're hearing with the series x right now because i'm gonna be honest i'm looking i think i'm looking at a 600 hundred dollar system right now and, I they're, like it. and they're still taking a loss because that to build a computer with the specs that that has in it right now would cost you like 1200 bucks that's a that's a 2080 super right it's like yeah it's like a tw- it's like a 2080 ti i believe the 12 t- i don't remember the exact amount of compute performance of a 2080 ti off the top of my head but that's like in that range then you have a zen 2 which is probably the equivalent of like a 3700x it's probably going to have 16 gigabytes of ddr4 ram in there or i don't know what they're going to do i think it. what i think here's the real the memory configuration i think they're going to go with is, it's a guess but i think they'll do i think they'll do four gigabytes of like sys, regular system memory like ddr4 and i think they'll do 12 of like gddr6 is what i'm thinking and they'll break it up that way so the system just uses the uh ddr4 memory uh, yeah if they're for like the operating system but i was hearing like they were going to do like 16 gigabytes so it's it's going to be like to build a computer with similar specs you would almost need a home equity loan to do it. So they're going to be taking a, they're going to be taking a, they have to be loss leading with that. There's no way unless they're going to make the system a thousand bucks. And they're going to use probably a one terabyte SSD through NVMe. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I you want, might as well I'm, just bundle in a mouse and keyboard with it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It Seriously, looks like yeah. a mini ITX machine. <laughs> you put an OS on there. Jeez. Yeah. I, I, this new thing has got me so excited for Xbox Series X. Honestly, I feel like all this news has me so extremely excited. I think the smart delivery system is something that feels extremely next gen. It feels like future tech, but I'm terrified of that price tag, man. I, I'm telling, I think it's going to be six. I, I think, and I think that's like for what they're describing here is actually fair. HDMI 2.1, uh, like I said, ray trace, the, the DirectX ray tracing that's going to be hardware accelerated, SSD storage. I mean, this is, this is something else. And you know what? I'm, I'm actually going to make a, a, a prediction here. I, I almost think, okay, this is, this might be out there a little bit. I almost think within the first year, they'll have at least an 8K game. I don't know. Oh, it, it's going to be an, it, it maybe, but it's going to be like a racing game or something. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Forza. I think it's yeah. going to be Forza. Uh, it, I mean, it, it, it could, would have to be something. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, Rich. It would have to be something like that because I mean, even like I got my computer with a 2080 Ti, it would be choking trying to do AK. So it would have to be something on a console that was super optimized where it would have like basic repetitive textures like a racing game. So if they're even going to do it, it has to either be a fighting game or racing game where you don't have as many assets. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I think Forts is either going to be 120 frames or it's going to be an 8K game. I, I think they're going to advertise it as 8K and they're going to say, look, it's 8K. Maybe they'll give you the option for either or. I could see yeah. 4K 120. I could see them push that. Um, the I mean, One X already does 4K 60 in, in Forza 7. So, dude, 120 frames a second is going to be nuts. And I feel like it's going to, I think a lot of people are going to get used to it quick. I think a lot of people are going to see why frame rate has been talked about for so long. Once they yep. see it, console gamers are going to be like, because I was wrong. I made videos in the past being like 30 frames a second is good enough. Like it's fine. Your eye can't see above that. But now that I've been gaming on PC and I see stuff even in the 100 frames a second, it changes your experience. It changes yep. your reaction speed. It changes the way you see it. Yeah. Go, going even to like when you go from like 144 or 120 to 60, 60 feels like 30. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it feels that choppy. Like you do feel and notice the difference. But I mean, it's I it, it, the reason I like one hearing one twenty is because that means that sixty hopefully will become like the like the bare minimum that most minimum, of these developers yeah. go for. You know, the standard mm-hmm. that yeah. would be really nice if one twenty is what they reach for. But they're like, oh, I guess we'll settle on sixty. All right, that works. That's that's good. So that, that's that is the that is a hope there. Uh, yo, Sean, Sean, what you what you think about the uh, about the Series X, man? What do you think? I mean, to me, I'm someone who you know used to love reading video game magazines and all that crap. I've seen so many systems talk about all this power, like twelve teraflops, this, that, and the other. Like that's cool, you know. But you have to do something with that power. You have to you have to have games that harness that mm. power. Games that are fun, you know. So. I think from a technical perspective, it sounds very impressive. It seems like they're taking the system very seriously. It seems like it's going to be an expensive system. But until I start seeing games for it, like, you know, power only gets you so far. When you look at, you know, pretty much every console generation, the most powerful system was never the best selling system. So, you know, there's a balance. I feel like there's still a balance and a trade off. And it's weird how everyone and their mother seems to have like forgotten that sentiment. Um, because like, I, I don't know if they're like new at this or something like that, but like, it, it's, it's just so weird to me, like how, how, how that seems to happen. But yeah, well, Sean, um, that's uh, very true. But send with saga, sir. 
Hellblade 2. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, I mean, that was in engine. That was in engine. That wasn't pre rendered. And that, but was that, first that was in gameplay, though. Yeah, they, they did say that that wasn't gameplay. That wasn't gameplay, but it's it still in engine. But it's not gameplay. But I mean, that's a, that's a, but that's a movie. representation. It's an example. It's yeah, an example. It's, it's, it wasn't pre rendered. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but it wasn't pre rendered, though. Right, but 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 still, I mean, essentially, it's a tech demo. Which hmm. every system that ever comes out, you always see these tech demos, and a lot of times, well, in the past at least, a lot of those tech demos never really resonate with how the games actually. So work. you're you're um you're you're talking about you just games. That's what you need now. We've heard yeah. the specs. You're looking for yeah. Games. I mean, the specs the specs sound very impressive. I'd like to know a price point, and I'd like to see some games running on it. Like I I think it's gonna be. A, a step in the right direction for Microsoft after the Xbox mm-hmm. One, um, but I think they need to come out of the gate with games, yes. and they need to. And the, the other thing is, I, I might catch some heat with this, um, but all right, everyone duck down is going to be bad. <laughs> no, no, it's not that bad. I honestly don't see many companies outside of Microsoft and companies that Microsoft has partnered with doing the whole shit where you buy the one game and you only buy the one game. I was I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, because that's no. something you mentioned before. With yeah, that. Cyberpunk. The reason that Cyberpunk is doing like someone in the chat was actually asking earlier if I think Cyberpunk could end up being on Game Pass on day one. And I think there's a decent chance of that because Microsoft has had all the marketing rights and advertising mm-hmm. stuff for Cyberpunk. You that's why ch- you don't kind of check that would cost Microsoft to do that. That would be some. Uh, but to, I mean, they're they're foregoing doing multiple releases of the game already. So I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think it's outside their own possibility. But I don't. I definitely don't see many third party companies who love remasters and definitive editions and you know all these things really going forward with it. I actually think it's the opposite. We've already seen some companies like Square Enix gave a statement this week that they're going to be doing lots of games cross-gen. I think that they're going to try and sell things cross-gen. I think that for the next like year or two, I think that pretty much every game that's going to come out will just say like PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and it'll be the one copy of the game. So they won't call it smart delivery, but I think it'll be a way of like, we're selling you a game that will work on both uh maybe well, not to the same degree as microsoft but well the, the architecture of the current gen consoles and next gen ones now are x86 64 bit they're identical so it's basically like just upgrading your pc so make the games work on both generations is as simple as basic to a degree as simple as kind of going from like medium or low to high settings on a better pc mm-hmm. i know well, one thing one thing is microsoft kind of did that if you remember they released um, Xbox 360 titles that were compatible with the Xbox One and then re-released them physically. Like, I remember um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Doom 3 BFG Edition going to game, uh, uh, Best Buy and seeing that, and I was like, oh, they re-released this on the Xbox One, and it was like, Xbox 360 Edition that works on the Xbox One, but it yeah. was all Xbox One marketing. And, I, you know, I do think that they will have games, like you said, that, you know, Square Enix is going to do that, of course, work on both systems. I just don't know how much time and effort they're going to put into making it all that yeah. much better because agree, this is yeah. this is a size you know from a, from a strictly numbers perspective the Xbox Series X is the strongest console on the market right now at 6 teraflops the Xbox Series X is going to be double that mm-hmm. I don't see third party companies being like you know issuing a game that runs on both systems that looks twice as good or runs twice as good oh, yeah 
But you I know. think what they're going to do is they're going to they're going to talk about because now that I've been gaming on a solid state drive, you don't have load times. Like when I went right. and played uh, Outriders, Outriders was instantaneous. You could even fast travel across the world, pick up skills in literally less than a second going across the world. I feel like they're probably just going to advertise it as like the true experience, like the best way to play Red Dead Redemption 3. Like I feel like they're just going to sell it as mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like the play, the Xbox Series X is the real version of the game, but it also runs on Xbox One. I feel like that's the way they're going to market it. Well, that's going to be the big thing with next gen is the solid state drives and how there's going to be like no loading times for both the PS5 and Xbox Series X. So that's going to be from at least what from what developers are saying, what the big quote unquote, no pun intended game changer is going to be. Mm-hmm. But they've mm-hmm. already talked about how because uh, at least for the first couple of years, they're going to have to program for both. They're still going to have to do that kind of crappy compression they do right now with multiple assets. So it's not going yeah. to utilize it for. I think that's why they're banking on that smart delivery. Maybe they wouldn't need to pull all the same stuff they would the Xbox One would need for like the SSD on the Series X. And what I'm looking for now is maybe one of Sony's big studios to just specifically focus on the PS5 because I'm mm-hmm. sure Sony's going to have them do just a PS5 game and just take full advantage of that ssd like we know we're not developing for mechanical hard drive with this it's just straight up solid state drive how can we take advantage of that that's the part that i'm most excited about for next generation i think it's gonna be sony that ends up having to do it though and that's that's fine because their studios are extremely talented so Dude, i'm i better right now the the flagship game that they're going to come out with to try and like show off the power is going to be horizon zero dawn 2 because Love i've been it. playing through i've been playing through horizon zero dawn 1 again this week a little I bit can see I that. Friends over and i was showing them and i realized that was kind of the game that felt like one of the first experiences that showed the power of the playstation 4 pro was being like this needed the upgraded like visuals so i feel like they may be like horizon 2 will be the first one where they're like look at this landscape look at this ai look at the fact that there's no load times you know, I kinda, you know what I kind of, you know what I kind of want to see? Oh, kills on our resistance. You know what yeah, I kind of, same, same company. Yeah. You know what I, I kind of, new resistance. Same. You know what I, I kind of want to see just to, just to, just to, just to see what the PS5 can do with it would be a new Ratchet and Clank, just to see kind of the visual style of that with, uh, with the yeah. upgraded uh, specs. That would be kind of neat too. I, um, I personally think that one it would look great. Um, but I just think they just because like the the last one was like thirty. I think they would just bump the frame rate up and it'll look just as good as it looks. But they'll just make the, mm-hmm. the game a lot faster, make it play mm-hmm. a lot faster, make it be quicker. But the interesting thing with Series X is kind of the Sean's point was the fact that I was the happiest with like you can play all your old games. So like mm-hmm. you can take your old games like you know I, I just bought Code Vein and I, I'm gonna be playing that for a long time because there's so much content in that game and I can play it on my Series X. You know, day one I'll be able to play Code Vein. I'll be able to play my old games. So it was all kind of like the other things for me. Mm-hmm. um that made it so i can play my old games because i know microsoft like they're gonna be doing everything cross-gen and cross-gen is great right it's it's really cool but at the end of the day like you want to see more games like you want to see what they're going to be able to do i need to see more gameplay i'm not sold on their games because they haven't really showed much they showed halo they haven't showed really too many things and everything's going to be cross-gen but i'm sold on the features i'm sold on being able to play my old games i'm sold on the backwards compatibility you know yeah. that's the stuff that i'm sold on with with microsoft not necessarily the teraflops and all that because let's be honest we can all go out there and buy the strongest pcs if we wanted to right i mean some of you guys already do that everybody can already play in whatever 8k or or anybody can go buy what they need all of us can do that so for me it's not about it's not necessarily about that it's about being able to play all these really great games having the good features that kind of you know update them and all that stuff like that yes you need the power but like it's just having that backwards compatibility is dope you know like having those features is cool hey maybe the menu maybe the menu for the xbox will actually like you know move around a bit faster (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, God. What Sony I heard is doing with backwards compatibility is pretty awesome too. Like the original Gran Turismo, they're adding ray tracing to it. From what I've heard, think about that. That's some I, cool. Backwards that was an idea that I, that was something I thought about. Rich was, what if they went back and just did that with Xbox, Microsoft's like uh, their backwards compatibility? They added ray tracing because somebody added it to Need for Speed Underground semi recently. Yeah, and it looks completely different. Like and we've seen Microsoft do that with like Knights Old Republic and some other games that they made backwards compatible from the original Xbox One. I love how Microsoft handled backwards compatibility. Like the yeah. original Red Dead looks like a current gen game if you played yep. on Xbox One X. But like you throw ray tracing in there and some other little tricks they can do now, and yeah, that could be interesting. That could be that could be you something. Know, I love, so I, I'm obsessed with Morrowind still. I love Elder Scrolls Three. I played that on my Xbox One. If they manage to like add in some like new lighting effects or just render it slightly differently, oh hell yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, I do want to say, Sean, uh, you were mentioning third parties doing the smart delivery stuff. I will say uh, some of the games that they've made backwards compatible. I think it was a burnout game, burnout paradise. Maybe they made one of those backwards compatible, and I went on there and I forgot that I had bought it on the xbox 360 years and years ago when it came out but i bought mm -hmm. it digitally and it knew i had bought it and i just downloaded it really i'm gonna buy it so that's like it cool. kind of still works now but it's not to the level that phil spencer's describing and that's that's a game from ea hmm. so i i i don't know i mean i think it's more about you're questioning the the new 60 dollar quote unquote triple a games the ones that cost a lot of money yes. like, like a great example here is uh you play a lot of the basketball nba right yes they put that thing on the 360 until like two years ago yes that's what i'm wondering it's like yeah no no way in hell are you gonna buy one version of that game and it'll it'll look at now they're gonna have one version because i mean a lot of these companies have different they they outsource the the previous generation yeah. games to in-house companies or even other smaller companies to have them do the ports of the game. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, hmm. we'll see, though. You know, you never know. I, I could be wrong on it, but I, I don't know. Just from a business perspective. OK, well, Sean, what game, what game do you need to see from Microsoft to sell you on a Series X? It's six. The Series X is six hundred dollars. What game do they show at E3 to sell you on it? It doesn't have to be just one game. I mean, I just want to see. I want to see. Say Fable. Let's see. I wouldn't. I don't know because I think. I think Fable's Triple A Knights game. Triple A Knights. There it is. No, I think. I think Fable. Fable just kind of lost its luster. You know. No. No. Here's no. Hold up. Real quick. Time out. Yes. Time out. Time out. Yes, you're right and you're wrong. The newer Fable games. Yes, like the they did like a connect thing. Yeah, that sucked. Fable three was was kind of trash. Fable two. The, the, that was good and fable one and the the anniversary those were really, somebody back me up on this somebody here at, fable <laughs> well, one fable, is really good fable one is fable, very good yes fable one, fable is, one good. is good yeah. fable what two is like, good i like fable yeah. two what about fable two like, is okay i like fable two and three yeah I, yeah like i want to see i want to see a variety of stuff yeah. and, and, you know i want to see you know a new ip i want to see i don't want to see the same rehashed games. shit that yeah. microsoft has been doing since the Xbox, which works. I mean, it's great to see those games, but you gotta you gotta throw in some a little bit of flair and a little bit of flavor. But now they, that's of course buying those other studios up yeah. will probably yes. help with that. Yes. But 
Yeah, I just I just want to see, you know, show me the game. Show do you me... want to see do you want to see a new IP or do you want to see new studios take over old IPs with new ideas? I that would be cool. Because Google Playground Google. Playground apparently is is doing Fable with some help from yeah, other, That would be other great. That and would they're be very great. very good at creating games. Imagine so. a huge open-ended fable game that's like fable one or fable two and they actually have it like fable two is too easy so like fable one and it's like just huge and there's a lot of different stuff that you can do and there's branching paths i, I even played a fable game what was the game that got canceled john um fable oh what uh, was that called the, um, the master and commander one what was that called oh my it, gosh i yeah that was when they because they closed down what's it called at the same yeah, time i played it at e3 i i don't know if i told you guys this or maybe we following each other at that time but i played it at e3 and it was fun it was good like fable it wasn't legends. bad fable. fable legends or something i'm not fable really sure legends what it was canceled yeah it was a, oh my gosh but but i played they, they that at 100 e3. million on it Ooh. yeah i played it at e3 and it was good i was like yo this is good like fable's back like i was happy with it because uh, they had a bunch of setups and i was playing it and i was like yo this is gonna be so good and then they canceled it so if they can like build upon whatever they did they're probably not using the same thing but look at some of the ideas from that game because it, it was actually looking pretty good they, i think fable can come back in a big way and impress so many people because the original fable is really good and fable 2 is really good some people love fable 3 but, but sean you know. sean you like forza horizon right yes the, would you like to i mean they could go make fable that's the company that's going to make fable yeah i know but oh, okay. I, okay. I mean okay. i think sean's on tinder right now <laughs> i'm, I'm on a lot you of ain't wrong oh, um, <laughs> no i mean uh, well the thing of it is all because you know playground does make a, a fine racing game but that doesn't necessarily make them mean they'll make a fine what about what about halo game. what about halo infinite <sighs> show me something from it right. show me yeah. show me Not show me the scenes, game i agree yeah. Yeah, we haven't seen anything from it yet, man. Yeah, there might be a reason for that. Just give me a dead space and a fear reboot, and I'm happy. Well, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying is, like, so, there's so many things that I fantasize about that I think would be, like, Shinji Mikami. Like, obviously, I love Resident Evil. I love Within so much. I think it'd be really cool since we're well, not getting in Evil Within 3. It'd be cool if Shinji Mikami made a dead space. Ooh, give me that. Well, going into this E3, think about how Microsoft is doing some weird stuff right now, and they are the company that's bringing over Fantasy Star Online 2 to the West. So yeah. you never know what they show up with at E3, provided it's not canceled. Lost Odyssey. Um, yo, they got Lost Odyssey too. That Micro pre order is going down day one, man. <laughs> Microsoft is still desperately trying to get into uh, Japan, and it still if, won't work. If they have, if they have, if they show <laughs> up with either this, guys, at E3, if this. they show up with either Lost Odyssey 2, I'll say Blue Dragon 2, or Vanquish or, or, or Vanquish 2. You know what? They're gonna they got me. They gotta say Final Fantasy 16. Just come you out and like. You guys know hey, this isn't happening. You know, they they you know Lost Odyssey 2, and you, you know Blue. Let's just stop. You know what? Bring, I'm about it. to start crying. I'm gonna cry. Bring back, bring back, uh, bring back, uh, weebs. We need you to buy an Xbox Series X weebs. We have the weebs games. Bring, bring back yes. blinks. Sorry. Oh, Let's so get someone blinks just said scale bound for Xbox. That for the. Oh, Where's my tissues? <laughs> Who said I hate Xbox? I love Xbox. <laughs> Rich people say all sorts of stuff. In this that is true. I, I, should, go, I should go back. I've been doing this shit for too long. I, I know back. exactly. Oh man, it's you know what? I hope E3 is good this year for Microsoft. I hope they show up and they got a good show. If they have an E3, if there year. is an E3, oh, what yeah. to talk about? We're gonna talk about the next, I guess. Then if yeah, it doesn't, yeah, if it doesn't look like the T virus has been released. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go into that. Evan, are we done with Discord questions? Oh yeah, we're clear on those. 
Oh, all right, then. Very nice. nice. Time, Very time nice. to talk about the Michelob light virus so we don't get uh, demonetized. <laughs> oh all right, let's talk. Let's talk about the coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys realize the stream gets demonetized like immediately. Oh, Sean shows up and it's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> we've already been talking about undressing what, and all what, that good stuff. What, We're what's, that what's, happened a while ago. <laughs> what's, what story in the Sonic parking lot is Sean going to grace us with this weekend? <laughs> oh, no. He's like, so there I was. I was about to fight these two guys and a hooker showed up. <laughs> that's like the classic scenario uh, of yeah, that's San Andreas, so that's all good. <laughs> Pretty close. Uh, uh, okay, so GDC has been postponed after seemingly every company and developer just started saying we're not going. I think yeah. Amazon just said we're not going to go now. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, we're probably going to call this thing. And it looks like they're pushing towards late summer, but we don't have an actual date or anything like that. They just say we're going to attempt to do this later in the year for the Game Developers Conference. And it 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 is it is a shame because GDC it would actually be fairly important for the next generation consoles, considering they show a lot of the stuff behind closed doors in meetings that would be under NDA. And they'd show up and say, here's what the PS5 is going to be. Can you make a game for it? What's the plan? What's your strategy here? Those kind of things. Uh, so it is it is something to look forward to going into E3, as we were just saying, but no GDC so far this year. What's everyone what's everyone think about this specifically, at least being pointed to for the uh, the, the C virus, the coronavirus? It just shows how serious it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. Sean, Sean has a different take on that. <laughs> I think oh, a lot of it is based on overreaction. Um, when you look at it from an actual medical side of things, yes, I was in the medical profession for 11 years before I started making shitty YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> Someone wait, had to what did, wait, hold on. What did you do? I was, I was a certified pharmacy tech. So oh, okay. I saw all sorts of, Dress. you know, dealt with flu. Yeah, dealt with flu seasons every year. Like, yes, it's 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 scary because it's an it's a newer sort of virus. Um, and obviously there's no, you know, quick sort of fix for it. But when you look at statistically numbers comparable to, especially the flu, the numbers are dwarfing it. Um, the the um decease rates are pretty similar to what the standard flu season brings every year um it's about a 98 percent survival rate right now um really seems to more impact those with weak immune systems or the elderly which is very similar to the flu the only thing is it seems like kids aren't quite as affected by the coronavirus as they are by the flu so it is a safety precaution at the end of the day i do understand why companies are you know refusing to go to events but i do feel like some of it is a bit sparked on by um Media. some sort of yeah you know i mean oh there's definitely sensationalism but the, the chances of fatality from the novel coronavirus or covid19 is actually 20 times higher than the flu according to current statistics so it's not i mean it's still low but it's not i mean it's like 0.01 percent for the flu it's like two to three percent for the covid19 Right, that's but a I'm, pretty big I'm, difference. Right, I'm I'm talking about, but I'm talking about more in just general numbers. So when you look at how many people died from the flu in the 2018 2019 uh, series versus how many people have passed away from the coronavirus, it, it's it's you know it's like eighty thousand in the U.S. alone versus you know two three thousand worldwide of the coronavirus. Now, granted, the coronavirus hasn't 
spread quite as much as that but just looking at it from a, yeah. a, a number statistic like you could get the flu and die you could walk outside and die you could die at any time is what it really boils down to i, I think it's good that they're taking deep here well huh? i think the thing is that, that thousands of people have died from this now and i think it's just pe people just get afraid when there's a name and a face to something which is coronavirus and like all the imagery of people with masks on so i think part of it is fear and part of it is precaution a lot of these people are flying in from all over the world um i do want to quickly say hats off to gdc they've been very accommodating um i know some game developers some of which are indie dudes and they were about to be screwed because they paid mm. hundreds if not thousands of dollars flying to here to go to the gdc for important meetings and it got postponed and a lot of those hotels and stuff ended up uh, doing full refunds or letting them change oh, the nice. date because of GDC. So GDC really went out of their way not to screw over people. So I just want to say, yeah. like, in a bad situation, they're making the best of it. Yeah. Just remember the 1980, 1980, 1918 Spanish flu, man. Hopefully that'll never happen again, but... No, we'll see. I actually have a friend who works, he helps make vaccines. So their specialty right now is they've been doing the flu. So, like, the things that go into making the flu vaccines, like, there's some information that I don't really necessarily have wanted to know and how they make that. But he definitely was saying that they were waiting for the approval to make those vaccines for people who were comfortable to take them. Um, and then it pretty much pretty soon, once they get those numbers in Europe figured out for those vaccines, then everybody at the office at where he works then has to take the vaccine in order to start producing it. So, you know, they're they're taking they're, they're doing what they can. But at the same time, it's like, you know, at what point um, do they feel like they have to rush in comparison to how important they make it seem on the headlines? You know what I mean? So it's pretty interesting, like hearing it from someone that's like back behind the scenes, like in the factory every day. You know what I mean? Well, a few companies have the vaccine for COVID-19 already, but they say from having the vaccine to doing the clinical trials and everything, yes. at best, it's going to be a year before there is a vaccine on the market. And even at that point, they, they say that it's a compassion vaccine where people who absolutely need it first get it. So it's not going to be widely yeah. available. So. Yep, and Japan uh, shut down their schools, I believe, for yeah, I think up till, to a month now. Till April, till April, I think, right? Didn't they say till? Yeah, that's it, crazy. That's like the big thing. Like uh, flying in and out of Japan is uh, is basically shut down or really tough right now. And mm -hmm. I guess they figure, well, we're not gonna we're not gonna bring our big weeks from Japan out for you know, like Sony, for example. And really, if you think about it, they have a PS5 reveal coming up at some point, so they I, probably I, don't want people sick for that. I honestly think it's going to be online now. Uh, I don't think like the previous console reveals were all done in person. They came out on a stage and showed you a Vita or showed you a PlayStation 3 controller or whatever. I think this is going to be the first Sony console that's revealed via live stream. Mm, and it's okay. probably just going to be like a trailer or something. Just because I, I don't think I think they need to start hyping it like they have to begin the, the cycle now. Uh, I, I think they're probably just going to do it online. Mm. It's all Ada Wong's fault at the end of the day. Go through like a through like a like a state of play, you're thinking, Max? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's gonna be like a two hour state of play mm. style thing where they're probably gonna like go, hey, here it is. They're gonna show you load times and stuff. I feel like it's gonna be, you know, a, a big cool thing. But I, I doubt there will be a single journalist in person. I think it'll be all done online. So basically a big event that was gonna happen midway through March has been canceled, and that would be three months out from E3. Well, they said delayed because they think postponed. Summer. Yeah, yeah. delayed, aka canceled. Just, oh, just to be proper. Just delayed a year. 
they're refunding people's money right now so it's like mm. not looking great but there it's at least postponed until late summer uh so e3 would be three months after when this was supposed to take place so i guess the question now is does this affect e3 like will people just not go to e3 because of this we'll see i i honestly I mean, I people think... still want people still want the packs that's true yeah. that's true yeah you know packs, yeah but we got to see how the because it, it's, it's going to be a pandemic eventually but it'll see how it's, it pans out at that point it also could be seasonal too so if it's warm out right exactly. and no one's getting sick Inkling. then you know it, yeah because a lot of times virus is spread in colder weather um of course so that's what people yeah that's why that's i mean that's when the flu comes around so i mean the thing of it is there's so many there's so many variables and there is a lot of unknowns and people might think that i'm just sort of glossing over it i'm just saying that i think there's a lot more sensationalism than there needs to be and a lot more trying to strike fear into people than it needs to be if companies decide to not go to these events that's cool you know no problem with it but i do think some of it is a bit of an overreaction based oh, on what yeah, i agree so I agree. Okay. I mean, anytime that you have people dying, man, I think that it's better to be safe than sorry because, I mean, we might see it that way, but we didn't have anybody die. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a family member or something. And there's probably people that, are, that would sit there. If you had somebody die, you, they don't think it's an overreaction because they had somebody die. They had a loved one die, which has happened. So I think, I think we got to be sensitive to that matter, too. I mean, I don't think even if one person died, you know, I would say that's still a lot, you know, for, for a disease a new disease. So for me, I, I see it as anytime that there's loss of life and especially with this much, you just, it's better to be safe, safe than sorry. I think, well, I you know? think for them also at the same time, they're going to have to weigh out, you know, the cost of going versus not going and even the public ramifications, you know, if people are going to in a way hold it or not hold it against them for bringing people over. Like I know some people are like, you know, the companies that are going, like, do they not care about their employees? And it's like, well, right. they, and we talked about this last week, you know, they have decided that it was, the risk was worth you know, the reward or the cost that it, it took for them to do that. So again, it, it comes down to each company's decisions. And it's unfortunate, like people who have lost, you know, loved ones from this, like we're not negating that whatsoever. But it, again, it comes down to the company and people who work for those companies, you know, to weigh out, is this worth me traveling at this point? Is it worth mm -hmm. having my employees travel at this point? So cancel 2020. Well, they're, they're probably at least a little bit afraid of the whole PR aspect. Like, imagine, I mean, if even one person got super sick, if they did a Sony reveal event and they were flying in a bunch of journalists and some journalists somehow got corona, every clickbait headline was PS5 killed a man. Yeah. Okay. Right. So let me, let me go, let me go this way with the conversation. Will the next generation consoles be with issues of manufacturing so. and, and actual factories shutting down in China. I, I'd say yes, but by a matter of weeks. I, my estimation yeah. is by a matter of weeks. I don't think it's going to get put a year or a month, but I do think it's probably, it's already being delayed. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it, I think we could see like a spring 2021. I mean, it, you got to understand most of the manufacturing comes out of China, especially for products like that. Yeah, so. yeah. I think either if it's if it's not delayed, it would be they wouldn't be able to get as many out, so it would be limited quantities at launch. Uh, I'd be stream crash. No, I, 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 the button got hit. Freaking oh, to a different okay. Screen. I'd be um, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be curious if they can get a million out in twenty four hours like they did before. Like usually when a system launches, they'll be like, oh, we sold a million units in twenty four hours. Are they gonna? not be able to get that many out like we'll be five hundred thousand instead which means you definitely want to pre-order a system then because that thing will be gone 
But I do wonder if they would be willing to push it out of their house because they'd want to launch it a holiday season. That's how they it's been until the switch showed up and the switch was 300. The, this potentially could be launching a $600 system months after Christmas happens. I, yeah. I, I feel like they're going to have something. So here's what I'll say and I'll make an official bet on it. Something is going to be on the shelf this year. It may be a tinier launch. They may not have as many consoles available, but I guarantee you they're going to have consoles on the shelf in 2020. It may be that they're going to have to ship half the production, but I definitely think they're going to try and ship as much as possible. You just cannot miss the sales window. You can't. You and I, I agree. You cannot for this console coming up. You cannot miss the sales. If you wait till like March, nobody's going to buy a six hundred dollar console at that point. At least we think. We think it's too. It's going to be too expensive now. Maybe the cheaper one. Okay, maybe you, you can, can launch do that. that in the spring. Yeah, you can do yeah, that. You yeah, you want to, but like. It's already going to be an uphill battle for Microsoft with this console. It's going to be gamer focused and people are going to love. We're all going to love it. But the casual consumer, they don't care about five billion frames per second. They just they just want to see a game Halo or whatever the case is. And all this stuff's going to be cross gen. So like we're all going to get hyped for it. But most people, they don't got 600 or even 500 to spend on a, on a system right there at launch so it, it's got to launch in the holiday otherwise it's mm. there's going to be some they'll have some issues selling as much as they would have wanted to sell because people just it's i think it's a fact people just don't have as much money in the and, in the, and coronavirus will be the pack-in game that's my <laughs> favorite oh. you open it up and go stars would you say would you say no. would you say oj people don't have enough money to buy like the ps they don't have as much I'm money. Sorry, the exterior. So, yeah, I, as I much think... money in the in the in the like you know they have gift cards and they have stuff like that from from the holiday season. But I mean, you, you have maybe tax return that people can use. So there there is that, but not everybody has. Like, you well, know, not Sony, spend it on I that. miss those. They they told us, Sony <laughs> Sony said Sony said we just need to get another job, right? Yeah, that's what Sony did say that. For those who are younger, maybe don't know, Sony did say that you need to just get another job. They were being real though, because back then, I mean, look at the inflation rate, right? Like What's... back then. What's like, the what's, what's what quote was worse that or when Don Matcher told people to buy a 360 if you don't have the internet? Oh, that's that was the, so ass. That was worse. That that yeah, was go worse. buy a freebies gen console because I'm a jackass. Yeah, that was worse. I think at least Matrick, was telling you to at least Sony was telling you to work towards you know uh, I, buying a PS3. I know? think Don Matches was worse because the reason he said that is they brought up uh, somebody who was in the Navy. Yeah, the military. Yeah. It was, it was, what if you're a deep sea agent in the Navy? <laughs> All right, we'll give you. Yeah, we got a 360 for you, okay? That was, that <laughs> I was like, was, oh, man. Yeah, that was Keely. Island than buy a 360. <laughs> Keely, that, Keely did that. Keely so, did that somebody anyway. in chat brought up, I definitely think the deal with it thing, that was a lot worse. The, the like, who who was that? There was uh, Adam Orth. It was like some big Xbox guy when he started being like, oh, y'all are all being crybabies about the always online thing. Like, and he just kept tweeting, deal with it. Like, oh, sometimes I don't want to vacuum oh, my house because yeah. my power cuts out. Deal with it. Like, always online is the future, nerds. And everyone's like, whoa. And so everyone started selling their Xboxes and doing hashtag deal yeah, with it. Yeah, they'll, they'll just say we won't buy the Xbox. And then he's like, oh, wait, what? And then yeah. nobody bought the Xbox. I, I wonder if we'll see both Sony and Microsoft for next gen, especially if the prices of the console outright are high. I wonder if we'll see them both do like a, a subscription plan like Microsoft's doing right now to get an Xbox One. Oh, like basically like cell phones, basically. Yeah, yeah where you pay it off in like five months or something. Yeah, because mm. that may, because they may be, because uh, if they're going to do like 600 plus for the consoles, they'd be like, oh, you could buy it for 600 or you could pay whatever a month and you, you get the PSN. Okay, do we, and, do we really interest in everything do on we, top of that? Do we, do we all really have to come? 
complain about a $600 system if we have like $800 phones in our pockets? I, I think it's still fair. That seems like a, it's still a lot of money. I mean, I don't know. I just I've been so broke so much of my life and so poor for so I, much of my life. I would always be a generation behind. I feel like if a console costs that much, mm-hmm. my parents never in a million years would buy me. Here's, here's the big difference, console. though. Here's here's the big difference. Here Phones, you get like a lot of the games are free and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Whereas like games, you got to spend 60, you know, you got to spend <laughs> 60 bucks per a game and then you got to buy their service. Mm-hmm. And, then you got, and you have the game pass you have all these different services they stack on top of them so you gotta i mean phones is different it's different with phones people don't yeah see, not like, even phones are not important even put, you know not even taking the games though yeah but not taking games into the equation phones do a lot more than just but does it need games. to be but you don't need an 800 hundred dollar phone you can get it you can do everything else with no phone. you don't true, but they yeah. offer monthly plans and as yeah. someone who literally works for a phone company, people come in and not only do they buy a phone, they buy accessories. They, buy <laughs> they do. They add a line they don't even need. Yeah. You know, like, they do all these things, but because it's broken up into, you know, however exactly. long they want to yeah. break it up into, it's not that big of a deal to them. And in reality, you're ending up paying like way more than it actually me, would cost if you just had it to pay right then and there. I ran, into, I ran into something with this because we used to do a lot of cell phone repairs. This was and hilarious. people would be, yeah, people would be really surprised when they find out how much it costs to repair a phone, like a brand new Galaxy phone or something, right? Because the screens on the front are not cheap. And they, generally people will think that if they had to put a down payment for $100 on their phone, right? And they get like a bill and it's like $100 a month or something. They still think the phone costs them $100. Like that's how much mm-hmm. they think the phone costs. They don't realize that the MSRP on that yeah, phone was like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, the, the one we so, kept getting hit with was when the iPhone went free for one of the companies. If you went I remember in there to pick it up, and they were like, "I could just go get a free one." It's like, "Sure, you can go try it." Yeah, and then yeah. it's like a two-year contract, but they that still you leave can't it for free. Get out of, like, it's yeah. it is interesting how these cell phone companies basically convince people about all of that. It is it is, it is something else, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's it'll be interesting to see how these how much these systems cost and what the ps5 looks like let me know what it looks like <sighs> all right gamestop you guys uh you guys oh, have heard no. of them right oh, no. <laughs> you guys yeah. heard of gamestop the funeral music i can actually still hear it in the distance i i, I heard they weren't doing so well recently <laughs> uh, no they're doing great they're doing they're trying, fantastic, they're those man. revamps for the slurs right like i saw godfrey was visiting some of the ones in tulsa Oh, yes, there, there's they have, like, a... the esports kind of looking <laughs> setup, which there's... looks cool. But how practical is it really with random? Uh, we can, in? Evan and I can tell you exactly <laughs> how practical not, that is. It's not <laughs> practical at all. One of the uh, so one of the business models of the stores that we were at had that exact same idea like people just ten years ago. Would people just sit there forever? Uh, yeah. it, oh, sit yeah. there forever, ruin product, and like get out of there leave before their... you find out. Like, is leave your kids there. It was it was cheaper than daycare. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! We eventually had to put up a, like a sign. You know what like, they need to say. do. You know what they need to do. I don't mean to derail the conversation, but we were just talking about this because like Brennan has like this idea like all the time. He's like, you know what? It'd be really cool if you had something like that, but you paid like an entry fee, and then you got to use. You would rent the equipment, and then your name and your card were on the file, so like people could go in and they could use it, kind of similar setups. But you have an ID and you have an hourly fee on it, and you want to like renew it. There's... And then you could like do something really cool where you start adding in other things too, like if you wanted to have in like simple food or drinks or something like that. But I just feel like they're trying to stick too much like to what they already have. They're not necessarily trying to revamp completely. And I just feel like people are just gonna like kind of like hobo in there. So here's what here's what's happening. Uh, they've apparently cut down 
uh, quite a few of their rich. You, you, you had talked about this, right? They cut down quite a few of their, their district managers, mostly cutting out people who have been there for a while. Uh, the idea being that they are trying to once again, uh, save money by shuttering stores and cutting out larger salaries for younger salaries, essentially, uh, legacy delete. They're they're tr- they're basically they're getting rid of their most valuable and most dedicated employees. Yeah. What the hell is my phone doing? By <laughs> oh hey, you've been with us the longest. You're 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 the most passionate about working here, but you're the most expensive. So we're going to look for any excuse to get rid of you. What a mm-hmm. brilliant idea. There uh, there's an interesting thread that popped up on Reddit when people were on the GameStop subreddit started to slowly realize by talking to each other that GameStop is purging several stores again. It seems to be probably another couple hundred stores are going to be closed down. Uh, GameStop's fiscal year ended on February 2nd, and this news broke two or three weeks later. So people are thinking that they're going to report right at the beginning of April. So April 2nd or so, look, look for a report from GameStop. Uh, people are thinking it's going to be very, very ugly. Like well, it's going to be really bad John, for John, us. Have, have you seen the pictures of people talking about they got all these games? Like a lot of my users, uh, I know VC talked about it. He got a bunch of games for super cheap. There's liquidations all over the place. Yep. I know my man Romain, he... Oh yeah, he, uh, Metroid Shops. Yeah, he showed... Yeah. He, they got. They were getting like four games for like... They, mm-hmm. He got like Uncharted and all these different games for like $10. Like, there are, like there's a lot of people... It's already happening. So yep. there's that, that, that what you're talking about is already happening in multiple places. So if you have a GameStop in your yeah, area... Go look. Because multi- <laughs> you're going to be able to get amazing deals. I'm going to... Yeah, my GameStop, but my GameStop here that I have close to me actually does pretty well. They they always get foot traffic, so I don't know if they're going to be closing. But there's multiple GameStops though, so I'm I'm gonna go take a look yeah, around. Yeah, go look around because I think what's going to happen is they're going to report some pretty ugly numbers, but then right away they're going to say, "Here's how we're fixing it. We're closing X mm-hmm. amount of stores and we're mm-hmm. laying off X amount of employees," because that always makes investors happy to hear that you're trying to cut expenses and save money. And I think their hope is that they will soften the blow and. I think they're just trying to get the next generation, which is a terrible. I like if that's what's supposed to save you, they're 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 not going to be around much well, longer. I, no, I think that they know they're going to die. I, I've talked to some investment people about GameStop, uh, people who weren't like involved with GameStop, but they basically told me there's still so many billions of dollars of just physical real estate and shelving and actual games inside of warehouses that at this point they're probably just trying to ease their decline like let's let's get the most money possible before we just purposely like completely liquidize the company at this point i don't think they're trying to survive i think they're just minimizing losses like toys like toys r us did kind of like yeah well i've heard a lot of people speculate the number is three years it'll probably be around for three years Mm. so in like 2022 it's just gonna finally completely collapse we heard about toys r us for like how many years before toys yeah. it was like a good yeah. two yeah. to three years of like but toys r us is shutting down toys r us when is it down. went it went fast right oh, like, they, like, yep, they got, they, gone. They got oh. yeeted like nest back throw like at 150 percent like oh they were out <laughs> it's just so sad because like it's like we kind of need like gaming retail. we need like at least yeah. one flagship store you know to kind of like yeah to be there in a way like i think the only way at this point you know if if that's truly how people you know are kind of feeling is like we're just easing you know the blow at this point like can we get like elon musk to buy them out or something like just have someone needs to come in and like buy them out and and do whatever they want with it and like completely change it and it, it like that's like the only thing I feel like you could really do. Amazon come in and buy them out. Well, I was yeah. gonna say GameStop. I mean, if, or, or, or sorry, Microsoft. Imagine if Microsoft bought it and made them the uh, Xbox oh, stop. 
if they have the money there's for no, it, but they probably still sell like Switch games and like PlayStation. Oh yeah, Who, who's gonna invest in that though? Don't care. Nobody does any. All these rich billionaires or all these do they? They don't believe in physical media. They hella don't believe in physical. Oh, media. So, you mean publishers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody believes in physical media, any, or they don't want to because it's more expensive. They want to sell you everything digital. I mean, Amazon. Well, it doesn't and, even have to be like the main focus centrally anymore. You know, like they could change their business model around and kind of have but, it on the side. What's the business? I mean, like the business model that you talked about. It's cool in theory, like like John and Evan were saying, but it does. Like I've had multiple ones of those when I was growing up, man. We had those and they're like all yeah. gone we have one in my town there's one dude and he's and i every time i go there i try to i poor guy i try to buy from him but damn he lives far away from my house because I, <laughs> I try to go there and buy from him, and i'm always asking whenever i do go i'm like hey man how's everything it's like uh he's always like on edge yeah. about things you know because like you got a bunch of nerds playing D D in there and stuff like that which is cool like it's cool in theory and like it's cool to have like but they don't buy enough stuff right. it's just it's, it's yeah. cool when you put a lot of effort it's not a money for a day my concern is gamestop apparently is cutting hours over and over again you know cut down more hours but then yeah. they want to have you know 30 people in the store playing fortnite like right. esports, and they That's want one employee point. to run the front and manage 30 people, 20 people. Well, not even, only that, it 10 looked people. like it's a lot. Well, it looked like some of the stores too, the tills were like in the center, yeah, and like facing opposite each other so it's like someone could just like walk in there too which i feel like is a liability in yep. a way like that's yep so you either have to face the front or you have to face the people in the back and it's like yeah which way do i go and, I don't know. and yeah. they're refurbished consoles i think they just shove them up their ass and shit them out and put it in a box <laughs> They send because, them, I thought they sent them to third party contractors who then get it back. They, like, yeah, uh, what are they doing some, with them? Let's shove some, some spaghetti in this Xbox and see if it'll play. <laughs> now, the, the Xbox, I did the video on it and I still have that Xbox One. It's it, it's minus the fact that I don't know, they put like a sander to the top of it. It works great. I tried to get a PS3 because I just for some reason had an urge to play Resistance. It looked like literally the first one looked like someone took a shit on it. And the second one, the HDMI port was like jiggly. So I'm oh, like, oh no. Mm. Yeah, from what from what we saw, at least with the old 360s that came to us from GameStop refurbished, they they started using a modification that pulled power from the DVD drive to power the fan to make it go faster to cool it down. But that would cause it to red ring because there wasn't enough power going through the system. Uh. So <laughs> they just used the towel trick on those, I bet. Oh, I don't know. Who refurbished it? We put it in the oven. Well, the method the <laughs> method was literally to turn it on outside of case. Like I worked at one of the warehouses that did that, and it was to turn it on out of case, and then I let it overheat. Oh, it itself, overheat itself, and yeah. then force down the heat sink to try to reattach the uh, actual points underneath. Uh, the so it, if the I had to, I, I was going to make. I want to throw some out here to see what you guys think. I think that GameStop weirdly needs to pivot away from games. And what I yeah. mean is make it more like Hot Topic. Make it more of like buy your gaming merch here, buy your controllers here for cheap, or oh, you want to trade in a console, we'll sell them again. I feel like they need to try and instead of having 18 shelves of games and two of which are actually selling hot, I think that they need to try and downsize and say, oh, here's some like, uh, you want some Xbox headphones? Well, we have the best deals. Like you, they just, they can't keep trying to sell the same. Do you know crap. what we figured yeah, out? What we figured out was if you're good with retro games, you can actually make money. So yeah. we and, had and a really picking, good retro selection and, and it, it just, actually worked really well. Yeah, you can't just let anything in. Like the problem is you have to be picky for something. Yeah, but, like, but like if GameStop would take their retro stuff completely off, not off their website, but actually introduce it into stores as well. So collectors can actually go there and check things out. I would go buy GameStop a lot more actually if I knew they had 
a ton of retro stuff there too, like video games, because right. I don't know what they're going to have there that got traded in that week. So I would, I would go there quite a bit to look at like their GameCube section or their original Xbox section that I'm thinking about <laughs> for soon. And so it's, a, it's already a Funko pop stuff. Okay. Right okay. Hold on. Everybody has to realize right now that Funko land had to die for GameStop to exist. Well, no, they're saying Funko, Funko pop. No, Funko you, land. No, Funko land in chat, the, the okay. Funko Pops, but yeah, they, yeah, I don't, yeah, okay. Funko right. Land was awesome. Okay, I've never it's, even heard of it. What? Really? Wait, how how old are you, Miss Click? He's almost twenty five, <laughs> but wait, Funk, you never saw? Yeah, Funko yeah. Land? she was very, oh, she yeah. was very she, young. She when Funko I'm trying to think. Hold around. on, no, she I was guess very yeah, young. it died. It died when I was like ten, so you may yeah. not, you know, you're literally telling me, of course I'm not gonna know, but what is it? That's what I'm asking. It was. It was a precursor. It, it was basically GameStop before GameStop. It was the first gaming-focused store, but it had a very uh, child uh, marketing link to it. The, the logo was big and colorful. On the front of the store, they'd actually put banners for, like, new Game Boy game coming out and stuff and show you, like, Kirby taking off. And they really kind yeah. of advertised it as, like, almost a, a combination of a toy store and a video game yeah, store. Yeah, they were, it, it they were the first. They were the place Wasn't I remember. Toys, too? Wasn't that one, too? Is it KB? KB Toys didn't K do much KB with games, but EB Games yeah. was another one that I think. I remember what, EB Games, yeah. GameStop bought but, them, but then left them yeah. being called EB Games, so it made it look like yeah. they had competition Funko Land, Funko yeah. Land, to my knowledge, brought the idea of trying a game out in store before you yeah. buy it. Uh, so I would play like like if I remember going there and someone was playing like Lion King on the Super Nintendo to try it out, and that dude left after the second level when he couldn't beat it. Uh, but so that didn't work there. But like other games worked really well when you let him play it. And it was you know the Super Nintendo you just pop the cartridge in and you go, and it was you know pretty easy. We, so we used to pull um, receipts out of things we got traded fun. in from Funko Land. It was yeah, always, uh, I, I have a couple. Yeah. yeah, I have a couple old like Game Boy games and stuff. <sighs> I remember yep. Funko Land. I remember, I remember riding there on my play? skateboard. <laughs> right there on my skateboard saving hey. up for like a whole year just to buy one yeah n64 game dude i'd save up all year picking up pennies quarters whatever the case was and i just ride my skateboard to funko land anytime i could man. great <laughs> i got my ps1 for media play did you guys ever have a media play by you i didn't have a media play no i've never heard of that no, they, were they were a worth it was like a i don't even know it was just like everything they just like threw a bunch of shit in there <laughs> literally but i got i remember getting my ps1 from there and there were point being you said funko land because there was me in, in the place called the south hills mall there was a media play and like you could see the funko land when you walked in there mm. so hey if gamestop still owns the rights to that name open a funko land somewhere rename a gamestop funko land and see what happens right dude i'd walk in if they go do that they, they had game boy games i'd go in there every day and be like what you yep. got bro Yep, get the retro stuff in call it funko land i'll go buy and check it out absolutely analog oh. pockets coming out soon Oh, I'm pretty the hell out of that thing, dude. I can't oh. wait to get that. It's coming out soon. I, I, I try, I'm trying to get a review. Unit. Oh, I thought I thought you said it like a release date got, got unveiled. That's no, why I, I said when. I want that thing <laughs> so bad. Dude, it has I a doc, doc for it, too. Dude, you know, I, I have hundreds of Game Boy games at this point, so I just, I want that thing so bad I got, to taste it. I got excited for a minute. I thought you saw something on Twitter or something. I was like, I got excited. I thought we were about to pre-order. <laughs> Every day they tweet out another, like, 4K screenshot of yeah. Castlevania or something. I'm like, just give me a link! <laughs> Take my money! I wanted to pre-order their the analog uh, NT. They, they're they're making one last run of it. I just yeah. tried to pre-order it, but then it says you can't mix pre-orders, and it's not letting me do it, so never mind. Mm. So I think I'm out of it because that's a nice machine, but there's, I don't know why they're stopping making that, but whatever. Yeah. And, and maybe just one of those things of like, they want to, uh, I've talked to a couple indie game companies who 
stuff like uh where, where do i have one a lot of times those smaller production things they literally disassemble that part of the warehouse and set up a new one so they may actually be taking apart the the super nt part of the warehouse to build the analog uh pocket part analog pocket part let's yeah, uh that, that's a good point let's let's move over to platinum games this this is actually pretty cool oj you were you're pretty excited for this too right project gg yeah. yes. uh project gg got announced it looks like the third part of third part in the series of hero games as uh Kamiya described it right where we had wonderful 101 beautiful joe and now project gg it looks like ultraman yeah like really big fight monsters kind of thing Ultraman, godzilla kind of something like that the trailer looked good but they didn't tell us much at all other than you get really big and you fight a monster and we didn't even really they, see what the main they didn't character even really looked tell like you necessarily that. i mean it could be a tactics game for all we know like they right. they attempted to describe it as something something action something something that's what they said yeah. so I, I, I don't know what it is either i think it's going to be very much like beautiful joe right like, or not beautiful joe i'm very much like wonderful 101 wonderful 101 is an action game but there's like shoot 'em up parts there's like punch out parts there's like various different gameplay mechanics and if you play like any of you know kamiya's games he always does really weird things with them even dating back to like okami right so there's always various different gameplay mechanics that he always puts in so i think it's gonna be something like that it's not just gonna be you punching a you know a, a, like a godzilla looking beast or something like that there's gonna be other elements to the game maybe even stealth maybe some other stuff that you can even do too so I don't know. It's gonna be interesting though. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be cool. But this is gonna be their first straight up that I that I've seen, right? First Pure game that they platinum. straight yes. up all straight platinum. up they own it, their IP. First one, man. Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy that they've managed to to <laughs> rebound go. so quickly after needing that kickstarter money for wonderful 101 and then like the next week they're like oh look at our fucking new tokyo studio it's brand new motherfuckers five million dollars in the bank account suddenly i got things i want to buy sean did you see the um did you see when wonderful 101 is coming out yeah like what may they they already put a release date on it's ready to roll yeah Yeah, of course it was it was done the whole time yeah. I never played Shady. What kind of game is that? I've never played that before. It's, a, it's I, an action. It's like a hack I'm excited and slash to play it too. Almost. It, it's like a it it's like a hack and slash, but it has really uh really kind of confusing combat, but in a good way. Lots of like customizing combos and building different heroes and stuff. Uh, it's fun, yeah. but uh, one of the things that people saw uh, at the there's a tech de- or there's a demo for it at PAX right now. There's a, a new like easy mode for it apparently called automatic because the weapons are so complicated. Apparently they're like streamlining it in the remaster. So I think people dig it. That's a good idea because that was one of the, <laughs> it was yeah. One of the issues with the game was that um, if you're playing it on the gamepad, you would like draw it with your finger, which mm-hmm. that worked well. Or that was I mean, <laughs> from some people it did it, <laughs> but it works though. But then, but the gamepad was just kind of big, so like using like one finger to play like an action game like that was kind of uh, not make so great. Big old dick sword. <laughs> but then like you can also a lot of people didn't know that you can use the control sticks like you can just you don't need the gamepad to play the game like to make the unite more so you could just use the analog sticks so if they had like a quick menu, there was but there was no quick menu to just right pick, uh, that i i don't think there was i don't know i don't think there was, and yeah definitely yeah. i because i only wanted to touch the button so it, was, it felt like i had to stop and be like okay let me just draw a picture okay back to the game so having if, if you said that they added a quick menu for for yeah yeah well, it's called it's called automatic the specific name for it is automatic and it sounds like it's going to be where you can just switch between the weapons and stuff okay yeah that that would that would be very good so you don't have to spend the time drawing out like because like if you want to draw like the bomb you have to like draw a circle if you want to draw like the the gun you have to draw the like the angle right angle. 
use it on an analytic to trace that. So that'd be good if they just have that there. It'll make the game much easier to play. So that's good for people, so... you know. Otherwise, because it's kind of weird to play otherwise. Mm. Mm. It'll be it'll be interesting to see that uh, what they what they have there. But they have two other things to announce. Apparently, they are new announcements one it sounded like it was like a live service for one of them or something that's still a little strange i think so we, we have to wait to see what what happens there but uh wonderful 101 coming up soon and then i think project g is gonna i think that's gonna be like another two years you think three years it, it might, i think it's gonna be a while it's gonna be a while probably yeah, yeah two to three years two to three years like i almost wonder if this is gonna be i mean they say they want to put all current platforms now but if it's not for three years i mean that's i don't know if they'll put it on the ps4 and the xbox one at that point that might just be next gen stuff if it's gonna be that long do you think it changes like people's percent like people's perception might change in terms of like next gen because everything with smart delivery and everything's backwards compatible it's just like okay you just whatever just release it on like who i mean who said like ps like uh i think uh sean or rgt um or that's the same person dreamcast guy or rgt you guys were saying that uh <laughs> you guys were saying that um they have like the of the boxes right like kingdoms of amalar and other games where it had like xbox 360 mm-hmm. and xbox one yes. on there so maybe skate, skate had that yeah yeah so maybe they just i think they'll just say whatever let's just let's just yeah you can play on your sure. ps5 maybe there's some updates or whatever but just whatever you know because it's all backwards compatible so like who cares yeah oh yeah maybe that, they do that, that could work sure yeah absolutely ps4 slash five it'll the logo is going to be cancer i guarantee put plus plus five put ps4 plus oh, five. Man, bam right there oh, <laughs> four plus five oh, it's the playstation nine oh, <laughs> i don't never that's God. a bad idea isn't it <laughs> let's uh let's finish up with this this ps5 patent because this is pretty funny oh i'm uh, excited I'm, i actually excited for it and then we'll go into the super chest to finish up. This is this is good. So there was a patent that came out uh, that talked about the PS5's controller. So people have been wondering all the different features they can come up with. Max already grabbing a game from the shelf. Uh, for uh, reference, <laughs> for reference. Uh, so they're, they're, everyone's wondering about features on the PS5 because Sony keeps talking about how they want to do other things to be a bit different. And one of the patents that was found talks about heart rate be able to measure your heart rate as you're playing a game through the controller grips and even be able to measure your perspiration, how much you're sweating while you're playing the game. It'll never be used. Like every, like remember the vitality sensor. I want to say one thing about this. This is the third patent I've seen for this and it has been updated and changed every time. I just want to point that out. (laughs) Yeah. And they'll put it in there and like one game will use it. Sony, it'll be completely ass and then it'll be never be used again. Will it be like the big select button? That's called that's the touchpad on the PS4 controller, because no one you really a lot of companies don't even use it like it's supposed to be used. It's just a button you press. It's supposed to be a full touchpad. Right. So you think it's just going to be like people look at and be like, "Eh, that's cool. And then just keep going. The developers. I, I think some indie games might use it. I think some indie games will toy with it. And and an example I want to give that I thought was really interesting is it was completely optional. But when you played Manhunt on the Xbox, it had a special option where if you actually plug in <laughs> you have headset, a box in your hand. <laughs> of course I do. So um, if, if you actually played this game, you could plug in a headset and it was optional. But if you made sound in real life, it would get picked up by the headset and it would actually put the sound into the game. So you had to be quiet in real life while sneaking around and taking people out. And one of the things we do is the director, who's like this, the guy putting you through all these horrible torture, he would say awful things in your ear like, while you're killing people, he's like, yeah, so are their bones up. And if you were actually like, oh, that's gross, people would come and try and kill you. 
and it sounds minor, but it did actually increase the tension. I like the idea of like That'd be a, if a horror, horror game. game. Knew I was oh scared. god. A horror game could feel I was so scared and put more monsters chasing me, or if I'm calm, it does a jump scare or something. I Yo, think that'd be cool. Dreamcast guy, I want to just say well, something real quick. That would be I, I would hate a game like that because I remember one time I'd be playing and my daughter would busting through the door like dad make me a sandwich you know what i'm saying one time and i just get killed if that happened you know what I'm saying? Well, so if you if, got kids or something like that i mean that you're, it's over what if they took it a step further instead of putting it in the standard dualshock 5 controller they put it into whatever the playstation vr 2's controller would be so then it can then you're in VR, it can measure your heart rate, it can measure perspiration. Sounds sounds expensive as shit though. Okay, so that's Whoa. the other thing I was gonna go to, Sean. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're talking about the PS5 controller, okay? So now we're talking about adaptive triggers, right? We're talking about uh their own version of basically the HD rumble that's in the in yeah, the switch pro controller. You know, have to feedback. Now we're talking about a controller being able to read your your pulse and your sweat. Uh, and there possibly could be an AI assistant tied to it through a microphone on the front. It sounds like this is going to be, I mean, the Switch Pro Controller came out as like a $70 accessory, right? This is a $150 controller. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. For the base, for the base controller. That would be $150. Uh, but what if it was an $80 controller? I think that, this, to me, that all that technology sounds like a $100 controller. That sounds like $100, yeah. Sounds like a waste of time. You do have to question how many developers are going to be like, let's actually use this since they do have to develop for other systems that aren't going to be used. Sure. So why would they give a shit? Really? It's not going to be used. You know, it's going to change the term sweaty. You know, like when you say, like, I, yep, oh, I'm yep. playing against the sweaty. I'd be like, haha, my controller says I'm not sweaty. And like, Shut up. Well, they have to like absorb the sweat. So like imagine getting a used PS5 controller. Where oh you know, like, man. Do you have to open sweat? up a spit valve and it drips out the previous no. owner's sweat? No, I'm good, man. Just give me vibration and I'm good. Well, the other thing to think about is you have these expensive controllers, like from Scuff, for example. They wouldn't be able to, I assume, use that same technology or it wouldn't be worth it to them. So there would be controllers like those flooding the market that like third party controllers that wouldn't use it anyway. Yeah. So it's it, that's why it's it's so it'd be so strange for them to do that. But on the other hand, Sony, maybe they would. I don't know. That would be that would be strange. Um, that, that's just the level we are now with the PS5. We just want to know about the PS5. Right. We're looking at patents about sweat out here. So I, I think I mentioned. So when I was when I was at the Outrider event, everybody was like there, and we we got to talk to the developers. And as soon as they told us this is a game that's being made for the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X, all the game journalists in the room were like, "Oh, this is so interesting!" And a couple of people started trying to ask questions about the PlayStation Five, and they wouldn't answer it. And at one point, a uh, hip hop gamer was at the front, and hip hop gamer was like, oh, "Just God. tell us about the triggers." Like, okay, so your game has a lot of really cool action and stuff. We just played it for a couple hours is it going to be using the haptic feedback we that's been confirmed just say yes or no and they were like sony will not let us talk about the controller <laughs> <laughs> like, okay jeez oh man yeah i imagine those developers were like oh boy here we go I, ps5 I were, stuff everywhere there, there were like sony uh sony and microsoft like pr people in the room with us oh, too, sure, like, clearly yeah. like handling yeah, I could see that. Ugh, it man. was like Killzone Shadowfall, where they had you with the touchpad on the P PS4 controller doing like cursive to do different things. It's like, get the hell out of here. Or in infamous, you would um, turn the controller to its side and shake it like a uh, uh, spray uh, paint. Oh, yeah. That was, that cool. was cool. 
Oh man. Uh you said we're we're all finished up with um yeah, Discord's clear. Didn't know I have many questions. It was pretty nice. Okay. Easy enough. Let me go through some of these uh some of these super chats before we finish up here. Uh Zub says Scalebound would make make them buy an Xbox. Yeah, Scalebound never came out, but it still has that mystery around it. Maybe Maybe that's uh, what it is. You think it's just Plat a mystery and the, the talk around it at the time and the fact that it was canceled, revived. And Platinum Games yeah. titles never really <laughs> boo people like that. So, I mean, it would be it would be nice, don't get me wrong, but I don't think Platinum Games is never, I mean, their biggest best-selling game is near. Oh, it's Dubstep that. Dragons. I, I, I love Dubstep. I love Dragons. Peanut Butter and Jelly, that shit. No, it, it, no I, heck, I was excited for that game. I, I was, But I, it's just like Platinum Games titles never really, they're not like system movers. Like, oh, yeah. Platinum Games, they're going to move a bunch of systems. Like, you need something like like a Halo. That needs to be good. Or like, uh, you know, that. Mm. Uh, this is from the Icarus saying, if Mario wasn't Nintendo's mascot, what other Nint Nintendo character would you choose to take his place as mascot? Link. Yeah. I was about to say Link, yeah. Yeah, Link makes sense. It is. Samus. Hold Samus, on. Samus, you sexist I, fucks. How about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Zelda. Say Sorry Zelda. then. How about Zelda? There, hold on, Zelda. hold on, hold on. Everybody just pass right on by Luigi. Screw oh, that Naruto. With, man. With, with no Mario. There is no just Luigi. Pass it right on by yeah, Luigi. Yeah, with no Mario, there's no Luigi. Yeah, Lu Luigi's a cop. <laughs> Uh, uh, this is from Young OJ saying, uh, "Who is everyone's favorite pro athlete?" Ninja. Um, <laughs> oh, are we talking all time or or what? Yeah, all time everyone's favorite pro athlete. You've already lost twice. Pat Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Patrick Ewing. Oh, man. man, right away. A commitment to losing. Okay. <laughs> Oh, His face is so, he's so unimpressed, dude. <laughs> I'm a Jordan, Michael Jordan's my favorite. He used to beat the crap out of a Knicks. <laughs> they were Jordan classic be, series, though. Classic Duncan series. Duncan just be dunking off Patrick Ewing's nowhere he's having ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to know how someone from California is a Chicago fan. That don't make hey, much sense no. to me. I'm not that good at geography, Hey, oh, look! I like I like the Bulls and I like the Niners. Look, oh, I, I grew up in the era of Jordan. Everybody was a Bulls fan. Everybody loved. You, you I, mean, know, I, I love Jordan. I love Jordan. He was in, he was in Space Jam. Yeah, he was yeah, in Space Jam. I mean, oh, they're saying they're saying the stream died. It, it's I'm getting lied. I told everyone I was. Your we were hitting lag patches, so it's getting weird. Wow. Comcast is fucking with me. So. <laughs> uh, how about I'll go Joe Montana? How about that? That's a classic. Yeah. Jordan, 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 or Barry, Jordan, Barry Sanders, or Jerry Rice. One of those three. I can't. Pick. Bo Jackson was fucking legit, too. Let's go to uh, this is from Wicked saying thanks to John. I've loaded Skate 3 and can't stop playing Skate 4. I know you're out there somewhere. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe someday. Hey, I've been talking about it's Skate a, it's Four. It's there with scale bound. I've been I've been talking about Skate Four since this channel started. On episode one, I talked about Skate Four. Here we are, one fifty two, still talking about Skate Four. <laughs> so that's probably never coming out. Uh, Zaire Miller says, "I just finished the Zero Escape trilogy on PS Four. Really good with a story going places I didn't expect. Would highly recommend it. Hell also, yeah. also Virtue's Last Reward was my favorite in the trilogy." Right. Games are so go. good. They're on sale right now, by the way. If you want to try the Zero Escape games, you want to get into them. The big in Japan sale has sale. Did you, uh, is there a video out there we can watch for that, Max, so we know which games uh, oh, are yeah, good? I did. I did do a big <laughs> Japan sale. I basically talked yeah. about the good stuff. It was a great, great sale, honestly. If you want, it's going till uh, 
5th. So check out my video if you want to see some of the best deals. Cool. Uh, Skyler uh, says, what if the Series X allows a partition to run Windows 10 as a PC and a separate partition for Xbox games, sell a high-end PC and an Xbox no. in one? Well, how about this? Look towards the Atari VCS. It's going to set the market on fire with that God. idea. It's got it's got <laughs> sandbox mode, okay? So... <laughs> Oh the, man! The dual, the dual core forty dollar Ryzen chip it has in there, the potato. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, well, all I know is uh, it was supposed to show up in December. It's uh, how'd it's, that work it's, out? It's it's, it's it's almost March. Did, did uh, you see, the, did you see the, the Atari booth at PAX? It's like a card table in the corner. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> it's a it's a really low budget. I was I looked at them like showing off that video on Twitter, and it's just like, bro, you guys couldn't like ship a table or something get a gamer chair it's gonna uh, run half-life 2 at 20 frames per second <laughs> it, it's 640 by 480 oh this is, man this is somewhat unrelated but you want to talk about a, a really weird like booth that was uh at a convention twitchcon mm -hmm. last year uh back very back corner uh was a blockbuster booth what literally Wait, where? Like, where is this was it, it, was it the only blockbuster that existed they sent their people out there probably but they there's only one store left yeah. right? but this was in the convention hall and they set it up like a mini like little blockbuster booth in the corner and so they had a couple walls because they were you know like in the corner and they had like a little like a little box you could enter a giveaway but it was like the return box oh. and then the little cards looked like you know like the vhs uh boxes and everything it was really cool but it was like dude you guys still exist that's odd it, they were selling things there too like they were selling huh. movies and dvds and games and stuff yeah it was that's crazy. So weird. somebody owns it i mean that's the weird thing is blockbuster yeah. like there are still blockbuster employees clearly yeah. somebody owns it because it was in the captain marvel movie so somebody owns it to license it like somebody is still a blockbuster employee yeah it was crazy uh <laughs> Patrick says, do you think there is any chance to put a version of uh, Windows 10 on the Xbox Series X so I can play my PC games and use Discord? Probably not. They'll, they'll close that thing off. No, they have. To. It, it just doesn't make sense to let you. Uh, remember, Sony let you put Linux on the PS3 and PS2 oh, for Only a for a little while. Yeah. 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 They lost a, they lost a lawsuit on that, too. Yeah they, yeah, they got sued over it. People got money from them. Well, didn't they do that with the PS2? Because if there were certain countries they sold it, and if they say it's a computer, they didn't have to pay it's, some taxes. Uh, yes, because it's game game systems have a different tax than PCs, so it's like more or something. They're just like, yeah, it, it would be cheap. So, oh yeah, it runs Linux too. So they so they they skirted around that tax. <laughs> Gosh. These billionaire uh, companies are so cheap. <laughs> switch switch two with six point five teraflop performance in twenty twenty two. Maybe that's from Man Entertainment. I'm gonna say probably not. No, <laughs> it'll have to have a cooler. You have like, it'll look like a like a leaf blower on the top of the system. It would, it would blow up in your hands and only last about fifteen minutes. <laughs> like that's <laughs> be able to melt the snow in your driveway with your switch. Your switch two, <laughs> and it'll cost and it'll cost the grand too. On top of that. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Uh, from Arrowwood saying the streets need Mutahar on the spawn cast. Okay. Uh, demo says switch sales at 1.6 million uh, UPN. How much would CV hurt it? Uh, yes. Switch sales at 1.6 million. I agree. Um, how much would CV hurt it just overall for switch sales for the year? I don't think it would hurt it that much. Unless there's like a total dry spell in every country. 
they're having i know they're having shortages in japan because we saw it on the media create sales or the famitsu sales you could see that they had a shortage um but it we'll see it we'll see because they moved production out of china as well i think they moved it to i don't know if it was taiwan where was it was it was it vietnam Vietnam, they moved vietnam Vietnam, yeah some like a small part to vietnam not the bulk is still in china to yeah. dodge to dodge the uh, import or the uh, whatever fees because of what Trump was doing in China, I couldn't mm-hmm. think of it right now. But I remember the company started to look outside of China. Yeah, all of them did just to see, and it kind of I guess if they did get a chance to get out, like move some over, it actually kind of worked out now for them um, to keep some consoles at least uh, still coming out. But they're definitely seeing shortages right now in Japan. Um. Joe says, how do you think they're going to handle hard drive upgrades, normal external drive for backup and media playback and a proprietary solution for the main drive? Probably. If the, if, yeah. You're, no, go on, Rich. Go on, Rich. If they're going to be doing some kind of, they can't just let, if, they're, if the SSD is going to be like heavily incorporated into game development and game design, they have to make sure it lives up to a, that it meets certain standards for both the Xbox Series X and PS5. So what they're probably going to do is make it proprietary, one, to profit off of it, and two, because they have to make sure it has the proper read and write speed so the developers can make sure the games actually can utilize the SSD properly. Yeah, the apparently the that back port is for some sort of external storage, the little like the yeah. little rectangle one in the back from according to Brad Sam. So curious how much they'll charge for that stuff. And it, and they're probably not going to be big drives, and they're probably going to be expensive. All I know is back in the day when the 360 came out, they were charging 100 bucks for a 20 gigabyte hard drive. So <laughs> and, and you actually felt cards. and you felt like a boss having that back then, though. Uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. 20, did, gig, 20 gigs. What am I gonna do with this? Remember the hey guys, uh, Rich, and remember the 120 gigs. If, if that was like yes. 180, I remember I saved up. I think I was in college when it, I saved up pretty much everything that I have extra from my little job that I had on campus. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to walk into this GameStop. I'm going <laughs> to buy this. I'm going to buy this big old hard drive. Yeah, that was a lot, man. I, I remember the uh, Halo 3 Special Edition Xbox 360 Pro was 120 gigs, I think. And that was like such a big deal. Remember yeah, that thing? It looked, yeah. it looked like a, a kid mixed a bunch of paints together to make a weird color. <laughs> one, one of my favorite memories is I was so broke. Uh, I didn't have a car or anything, but I saved up a couple paychecks and I bought the Xbox 360 when it was like on sale. And it was the arcade edition that has the five gigs of internal storage. I was... And I had to ride home with it on my handlebars. So I would hold it and pedal and have to go real. And I couldn't use the brake because this is my front brake. So I had to just like grind my feet and uh, yeah, oh, you know, God. I played the hell out of that I, thing. I, love this system so much. 360 is one of my favorite systems of all time. What we're talking about for the youngins. This is still my original one that I bought. The 120 gigabytes. that I, They look like this. <laughs> bragging? Look at OJ bragging. <laughs> I, did, I, love, I love this system. When you guys, anytime somebody brings which one is that again that's the halo this, is that a modern war this is the modern warfare 2 one that i was okay. actually really excited to get yeah this is the modern warfare i got like a bunch of different xboxes but this is still, like one of my favorite ones did it still work or did it red yeah. one it, no no it still works this is the what's the new chip the falcon or whatever one? Oh, the cool the one that runs yeah cool. yeah so this one still works perfectly fine it, it's it's great uh this is from rusty jaguar saying remember when burger king made cross-gen games Oh, the sneaking yeah. and the... <laughs> oh my god i think yeah. i have some of those Let me... 
Those were so creepy. I, <laughs> I, I bought them for like 99 cents each. There was like a bumper car one. Miss Click, you got a 360? No, I think, well, I told you Renan used to fix them all the time. Like that's how he started like his own little business, but I've never myself owned one. I think uh, I'll say it might be worth getting one and make you play the, the Burger King games on stream one day. Dude, you know, oh it's, cra weird. it's crazy. Y'all talk about that. My parents hated Burger King. So I think I've only been there once and it was when I was like 22 or something. One of them I've you walk around, you try to sneak up on people and give them a whopper. Yeah, Wait, that was great advertising. What the heck? That was Sneak King. That's yeah. so King that needs to be a mobile and, game. Well, and you you actually got the games from Burger King. Yeah, you would go like a there Happy and, Meal or and, something. And, yeah, like and they would give it to you through the drive-thru window, so it looked so weird. But I think they were like five dollars or something super. Was it like cheap. a yeah. CD disc or something? Yeah, no, it, was, it, was it, was a, it was it was a full DVD case. He's got it exactly, right there. Really? Exactly real. But there there was I I used to have the there's a bumper car one and it has like the logo from Pimp My Ride, but it says uh like big bumping <laughs> oh, and it's God. literally like the the king slamming his car and it's just a bumper car game. But were these like three D games or were they like two D? Yeah, no, they were they were they were real games. Like clearly really? they just bought the rights to an engine. It's like Unreal Three or whatever. But uh, huh. I remember I, I just bought for some reason Quake Four for the three sixty for like three bucks and it it I, it's actually a good game but it runs like shit on the three sixty though. Mm. Wow uh this is from jill saying since uh console set the bear oh the bar for minimum game requirements doesn't make sense building a gaming pc around an eight core 16 thread cpu and not paying for cores you don't use or need yeah right. i yeah i would say yeah i would say go for at least the eight cores i mean at this point the ryzen chips are so affordable compared to what we used to work with before yeah you can't get a quad core in 2020 now like i mean you could get like I have them. I'm actually doing a build. Um, I'm getting sponsored to do it. It's a with a Ryzen 5 1600 F. That's a six core, twelve thread chip, and it's eighty five bucks, and it comes with the cooler. Yeah. There's no reason now to get a quad core processor anymore. Yeah, the like, the Ryzen chipsets made it so much so much easier to build these PCs now and so. affordable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would I would I would go for that, and you never know you you might end up doing something outside of gaming with your PC down the road. You know, maybe you end up doing some something in Blender, or you know, you never know. So it's, video it's editing, worth, yeah, sure, it's it's worth having it just for the future. Uh, oh, this is from Zoob saying, watch Scalebound reboot as a PS5 exclusive. That'd be strange. Now, not, not, not impossible. Cedric uh, says Skies of Arcadia has a better chance at a sequel than either Blue Dragon or Lost Odyssey. Uh, also, FYI, Black Clover is the best current anime. Next is My Hero Academia. Yeah, Demon Slayer is pretty good. You're not sure what's going on right now with these, are, are you, Sean? You're just no, like, uh, uh, animes, no. Demon Slayer is pretty I would say that. Again. Sean, I would... I'm going to help you out here, okay? There yeah. is an anime you can watch. And I think one you'll enjoy man. it. It Please is One Punch Man. Super. One Punch Man. It is One, one Punch Man. man. I've, watched, I've, I've watched some of that. You, it I is watched, actually good. I watched like one or two episodes. And I was like, oh, okay. It's, it's funny. Okay, it gets funnier but... too. Like yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. It was very good. Uh, Did you finish it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I finished it in like yeah. two days. What did you think of the final episode? Mm, I, I didn't like the second season as much as the first. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, no, I don't mean the second. No, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Nobody oh, talks about that. Oh. We don't talk about that. No, I mean the final the final episode of, of season one. It's just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, the, the whole series, because season three is going to happen, uh, I think this year, right? Or 
Evan, you were saying they were they're talking about this year or next year. Uh, the announcement this year. Not sure whether this it's year. coming this year. Okay, because they're gonna obviously they're gonna go from the second season on. Um, but I just I just like the character. I just like I just like the main characters. Yes. Yeah, so you're funny. watching. You're watching with subs, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not watching the dubbed version. I'm watching on uh, Crunchyroll. Has it? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the dubbed version, in my opinion, Saitama has too much emotion. Like I love the Japanese version. He's just like so. Yeah. yeah. He's just he's just so like he just just straight just, just mundane yeah. just yeah. I, yeah. I do love. The okay meme when there's the giant explosion. Just like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. I just like how the draw, like the the style changes depending on what's going on. Like he looks really, really cool, or he just looks like a basic stick figure almost. And yeah, yeah so that's all over the place. He looks but, super jacked for a second, and then he's just back to it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, so I, I I'm having fun with it. Um, so I might wa- I might rewatch some of the episodes again though, because uh, uh, that's it's very good, Sean. You should watch it. I, I watched one or two episodes. It's like once. ten episodes. Come on, it isn't that long. Man, that's a, oh, ten episodes. That's a lot of time, dude. You're watching. You're what you watched. Yeah. All right, how long? How long was the last wrestling pay per view that you watched? WWE. Well, the AEW one's still going on right now. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but I have a feeling you, you just feel like you wasted your time last. WWE. Oh, the, oh, the Super Showdown one on Thursday. That thing was fucking terrible. See, you could have probably got in four episodes of One Punch Man instead. Just but one. while I was watching that, I was playing games on my Nintendo Switch. You can still play games and watch One Punch Man. I, I actually thought you're just whenever you're on Twitter, or whenever you're on Tinder, you spend an hour a day on Tinder. Just turn on some One Punch Man. So as you try to get your one nut, man, you just go. And take care <laughs> of oh, my God. You should put you should put in your profile that you watch One, one Punch Man, Sean. No, because then the anime girls will will call me out. Dude, and... we, weeb girls, they do stuff, man. It's good shit. I'm about right, to say, right. yo, we, hey, hold up. I had a weeb. Well, how do you lit. think I ended up watching One Punch Man episodes? <laughs> I didn't watch those on my own. <laughs> the weeb uh, girls be practicing what some of the other anime girls be doing, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> PK PKG96 uh, says PS3 commercial, PS5 reveal. PS3 commercial, PS5 reveal. Maybe he means like the weird psychedelic. Oh, like, like the weird ones. Oh, they did a weird ass crime babies and stuff. Yeah, they did a weird com- commercial recently for the PS4, where they the person the went down into cages, like the bunker yeah. and there were a bunch of hearts everywhere and they were like hooked up to like a network and they were beating and it was like PS4 and it was like, all right. The- <laughs> but the uh, the baby one you're talking about, Rich, that one was just. That was weird. Well, they hired a specific no director. No, they hired a specific director, <laughs> and he made like four or five commercials for him, and they they gave him free range to do whatever the hell he wanted. That's why they yeah. They're like, well, we paid for him. I guess put him on air, whatever. <laughs> that worked out well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, PSA: uh, High dose vitamin C effective against CV. Search on uh, Ortho Molecular Organization Research. Robert Cathcart, MD. There it is. All right. Uh, Just check Infowars.com. They got the cure. (laughs) Infowars.com. Spray this directly to your eyeballs. Your masculinity is my sweat. (laughs) Cedric says uh, the Marvelous Capcom 2 character slut screen is an image I can hear. I want to take you for a ride. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kiro says smartphones uh, provide utility people need in terms of app support and ecosystem phone calls consoles or a uh, niche enter product not all in one device that is true 
but but the thing is too is on top of it though you're also a lot of people are paying in installments for their phones they don't feel it up front whereas with a console unless they do the same thing now like i said where they may do some kind of plan you know you you pay for it up front so you feel the 500 or 600 whereas when you buy an iphone pro max like i did because i'm an idiot you don't feel it uh streets of rage uh, this is from cedric saying streets of rage 2 was the peak of the franchise just like terminator 2 was the peak for that franchise never should have made a sequel what do you think about that sean streets of rage 2 the peak of the franchise it was the best okay there you go i would say it was the best game in the franchise but i mean you know three had tighter controls i I like some stuff about three it's weird how much people hate on uh, streets of rage 3 it. So I don't. Know. I I, I, th- I think it's I think it's a great game, but yeah, I just don't think it's as good as two. Maybe the, the music the, was the, better in two. The difficulty oh, yeah. curve, the difficulty curve in three is ridiculous. It goes from like yeah. easy to like insane to the point where you want to bash your head against the screen in like one level. Like it, it is like there's no ease of curve. It's just like yeah, it goes ba- insanely painfully hard. Babies first beat him up all the way into Dark Souls two D. I was about to see you say the Dark Souls analogy, exactly. Uh, Juice Man Vaughn says, I'm not a business guru, but why doesn't the folks at GameStop do a real downsize and then adjust their forecast to that? They're doing nothing but preventative measures instead of uh, all, all the problems. Probably because, like, uh, Max is thinking where they're just going to slowly ride it out until it's gone to to be honest man there's nothing that they can do to really save this stuff. like they've lost so many customers over the years because like mm. i don't go there unless i absolutely have to i'm buying games at walmart bro i'm buying bananas and <laughs> and mega man you know what i'm saying and i got one that's really close to me yeah but so walmart actually, walmart they'll actually do something for you i bought like i said metro today was 41 dollars instead of 50 yeah i mean but it's just like people just don't want to go to i used to drive the best buy all the way to bet i mean they had the gamers club but even after that, like i would drive the best buy or i would just buy the games online then have them shipped to my house like i'd just rather do amazon i've avoided and i'm not the only one, i know i'm not the only one that's like me yeah like there are people that just avoid and that's i would say millions of gamers just over the years i've been screwed over by gamestop so many times and just so many bad experiences they they what happened yeah. is that they screwed themselves they, they they really screwed themselves and but there's nothing that anybody that currently can do because everything already the all the damage was done all the yeah. bad publicity all the videos you guys make but when game <laughs> all the bad videos you guys make on GameStop how how horrible you how the horrible experience was there people people look at that it and was be like, true you know what people I'm saying people don't want to shop there when I re- when I see you guys videos about working at GameStop. I don't want to shop there. Honestly, I'm like, I don't want to shop there. Look at that treated Sean. Like, I literally said to myself, I'm like, shopping there. Sean's my friend. I'm not going to go there. Like, people think that way, man. I mean, that's just how it is. And you're not the only one who's made many, many, many people have made multiple videos on that topic. So their consumer credibility is shot. It's done. Uh, Well, on top of it, too, like with like the Switch, it's just logical to just get the games and download them on there because mm-hmm. it's a portable console. So I'm like almost completely digital distribution yeah. on my switch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that I'm sure that's, that's hurting them because mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into GameStop and buy a switch game and people with other consoles are doing, I mean, I don't do that as much with the PS4 and Xbox one, but people just aren't buying physical copies of games anymore. And that used to be GameStop's bread and butter, especially with the trade-ins and the used games. And, mm-hmm when you when your whole main core of your business model is just not there how can you save a company what can you do 
Yeah, like they should be looking major. Yeah, they should be looking forward to the big release for Last of Us Part Two, and I, I doubt they're even talking about that right now because they're like, I bet you a lot of people are just going to download this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I think for a while they were trying to get some of those you know really good exclusives. I think you started seeing more and more over the years. Like if you if you buy from Amazon, if you buy from Best Buy, if you buy from GameStop, you know, like you each get like the, the exclusive item yeah. or something extra with it, which we didn't see, and then all of a sudden it started happening. I feel like more over the years. But I mean, it, again, it's not an, it's not enough because people are like, oh, I don't really want to drive out to go get this. Yeah, little stupid thing. ass I'd little thing. I'd rather just buy yeah. digital so I don't have to switch out a cartridge. The, or the, the people there are pushy too. Some people were mentioning like the like they telling are. you to pre-order and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, well, they're 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 forcing them. it's with the upper yeah. management makes them. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. management yeah. does that exactly. The management forces them. Like I, I've been so lazy. I'm just like, dude, I'm just gonna buy from Amazon. I'll just wait till tonight to play the game. You know, like that's what people mm-hmm. are doing now, man. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate. or they try to get you to buy the, the warranty for the disc i'm like dude they're blu-rays unless i put sandpaper <laughs> on my unless i put sandpaper on my ass and rub the disc against it, it's gonna be fine <laughs> oh <my laughs> you're really gonna do that first step is both those steps required rich you could just put the sandpaper on the disc yeah, it's gotta be the ass it can't it's be any other part it's gotta be, it's, you gotta get some pleasure out of it if you're gonna do it <laughs> We're living a lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you do with your PlayStation games on your downs? What's up, gamers? Just... Never buy used games from Ridge. Ridge <laughs> <laughs> games be smelling like straight dookie, bro. <laughs> sun sun baked asshole Xbox One X games. <laughs> If you want some flavored gaming, check out Rebutikos. Evan uh, Evan Reeves uh, says, could you see them adding support to use a Switch Lite or Second Switch as a gamepad for Wii U re-releases? No. No. Oh, that would be weird, wouldn't it? I hope that any any Wii U game that they move over that needs that, that gamepad just gets rid of that functionality makes it all one screen that's there's, just there's no there's no right. way yeah. that actually yeah. the gamepad though there's not yeah. a way that couldn't be formulated in some way to work yeah. on this like xenoblade chronicles x i i was i was thinking about that game the other day and i remembered when you had it on the gamepad like the text was so hard to read mm-hmm. yep and i'm thinking hey if they move that to the switch it'd actually be a game in handheld mode that would be significantly better so uh christopher says do you do backers get wonderful 101 early I think they're shipping earlier because I think they're shipping early May. You might get it a little bit early, but there's not any definitive. Yeah, we don't, we don't know an exact yeah. answer. They, they should keep if you keep an eye on their page for that, they have updates that they put up. So they'll probably put something up that, that says it just for backers. I just um, understand why they needed it. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't think of it right now. What the hell is the Kickstarter. 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 Why does Platinum they Games need a Kickstarter? It, they, it was already done. They they just wanted to see if they could get free money for it. What's this new thing now with major like game developers or even like corporate backed indie game developers where it's like, hey, let's see if they really want it by getting more money out of Kickstarter. I don't get that. Yeah, so I, feel I like think it's almost a sympathy card. I mean, but go ahead and share your. Well, your what, what happened with Platinum is they went to Nintendo. Nintendo said, you got to put it on our system and that's it. If you want it to, if you want us to pay the publishing or the basically yeah. the distribution fees, that's what they were looking for because they already had the game done is what the idea the word was. Right. But they wanted to actually put it out there multi-platform. Nintendo said, you know what? If you want to do that, you can, but we're not going to give you money to go 
put this out uh, there. So uh, you got to go find money there. They couldn't touch the 10 cent money because that was for other projects. That was for like what we just saw. Project GG is already allotted. They're going to open a studio with 100 people in Tokyo, all of that. So basically, Kamiya was like, let's just see if they want to fund it. And the reason the switch version was $50,000 is because they were literally looking just to package and ship it. And that was it. Whereas the PS4 version, I think there was a little more work needed to be done, but it was going to be a little, they need to do a little more work with that one to get it distributed. Same with PC. So basically they were looking for distribution fees and that was mostly it. They definitely didn't hide that it was done because it comes out like two months after that ended. <laughs> so, right. yeah. uh, but, so it had to be done. Yeah. That's why though they they couldn't touch the ten cent money. I do wonder if they could have funded it though. Like Sean, you brought up, could ten could could Platinum have funded it with the money that they've made? I I almost think they, they I think they could have, but I think it would have been a, a fairly large risk for them to do it with Wonderful One One. I don't think people knew. Another thing is that they didn't know how people would respond to it in general because the game already flopped. The game was, but it was Wii U, you know. So they were already thinking this was. Going tough as a tough sell and if you look at it they've got like what 20 something 30,000 backers so it's not like this game is going to be a crazy I mean more people are going to buy the game it's definitely going to do better than what it did before but at the same time like they're looking at it from like I, I don't think we're going to this game's not a super popular game like they they weren't sure I think they were surprised at even how much support they've been getting for this game I, I think they're even surprised with this that's that's the best explanation that, that uh I guess we can give for that is why they did the kickstarter so Distribution mostly, um, not really development. I bet I bet the game really. is going to do well on current gen, and it's going to do well. I think part of the reason it flopped because the Switch was a giant flop too. You know what I mean? Wii U, Wii U. yeah. Wii U, you know what I mean? Switch, yeah. For <laughs> her, her it's, it's getting late. It's getting late. <laughs> what's a what's a Wii U now? Uh, I think I think the uh, also I mean think about it, there's a lot of conversation around the game because of that Kickstarter, so it actually worked out either way for yeah. Her. Even if you people know, don't like it, point. Do we, do they're we actually talking like, about it. So, do we feel like that could possibly potentially start a trend, though? I hope not. That, I, mean, so. I hope not. Well, no. I if, it, a whole video if it does, it is that, going yeah. to hit that back and forth where some companies will be like, "Let's yeah. do it," and then the entire and community around it's going to go fuck you dude and just like well okay yeah. so i think all yeah. right so here's the thing with the kickstarter and i thought about this a little bit too i don't know if you'll see uh publicly shared companies do it because they'll have to explain why they have to kickstart a project mm -hmm. when they have it's open their open book you can look at their finances yeah. you'd be like well hold on why do you have to do this i don't think it's gonna like ea ubisoft all these companies they're not gonna do it because there'd be too many questions raised and there'd be they'd have to give an, a good explanation for why uh, they're doing that um yeah. multi-billion dollar corporations exactly so uh platinum was just a, a different case for that um I I do feel like somebody big is going to try it at some point and they're going to get roasted for it. The, the example I gave in the video, everybody's always begging for GTA 5 on Switch. That's like one of the most requested games I see people talk about. I've seen a lot of people even theorize if it's possible. What if they said, we don't have time to make it, but if you guys pay for a development studio, we'll just hand it off to them. And they just literally have a Kickstarter for like a third-party studio to put it. Like, it's going to happen at some point. If I had to pick a company that might try it at some point, just for like a like a little niche project, it'd be Square. That's what I think. Yep, anyway. I, I can, see, yep, see, the same I can thing. see Square just be like, let's kickstart something. Just like they they kind of they don't do that, but they kind of do it with the Square the collective, you know? Yeah, the Square collective games where it's like yeah. you can use our IP and it's kind of fan funded. You vote, but you're using our IP and we'll help out. So Square, yeah, Square would definitely be the company to do that but i mean there's so many old games 
that like companies don't want to make because they don't think it's financially viable if there's a way to get those games let us be the investors in those games since these suits don't think it's like a good idea right like Zeno, talking about xenosaga obviously we're probably not going to get that kickstarted but i mean if they ended up just saying hey would you guys be interested in here's a kickstarter dude people would yeah, people get line it. up for I that all day so if it's like these obscure games or these smaller like you know these games that aren't like the big big hitters i think people would be down for it if we can you know to show trust that yeah we'd actually buy the game so i mean that's like putting your money where you point so imagine if I'm i feel that. like more physical stuff maybe even like imagine if uh if sega said like we want to do a dreamcast mini like we have the tech but we just we can't build a warehouse and physically build them so uh if you kickstart it maybe we'll do a dreamcast mini like it work motherfuckers would pay people would, them. I, people, I, would I, find, people would do it people would fall I, over I, themselves I, for that man yeah it's true I'd financially kickstart or back like a Kickstarter for like a Fear reboot. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and just a few more here to finish up. Mr. Dark Ace uh, <laughs> says, I want, I would want Reggie as the AI for PS5, just saying. <laughs> like the voice. You know what? That would be cool if they let you change the voice, but most likely I, I, they probably wouldn't. I don't know if you could do that with like what do we have oh, siri you can that right that does it i think siri started doing it yeah i don't think you could with cortana and windows no. siri is a moron <laughs> still such a i can't believe they were like almost basically the first out of the gate with a smart assistant and now it, apple's smart assistant is the dumbest mm. uh then we have sock on 10 saying which game series should never have voice acting never have never have voice i don't know because i'm all, i'm okay with games having voice acting and evolving mm-hmm. that way i saw some people saying animal crossing shouldn't just because of the kind of the sound effects that they make when they oh, talk they like the wait, they like that but wait isn't that already voice acting technically i think the bit like actual voices I would just say Link. Yeah, then you could still do garbled okay. voices and it would work. Just Link. But... Yeah, Link needs to stay mute. A mute yeah. yeah. I don't like, mind uh, Link talking. Octopath Traveler had a lot of very emotional writing, and it seems like we're probably going to get an Octopath Traveler at some point. I hope that that game stays very, like, raw and kind of, like, Super Nintendo-ish, and I feel like if they put in, like, a full voice cast, it, it would feel like it, it took away from the imagination a little bit. I agree. What about, I mean, yes and no, because also I think a lot of people were saying that about Fire Emblem, and they ended up really liking the voice acting for it. Mm, that's kind of the double-edged sword, though, because you could ruin a game with bad voice acting. It's true. Yes, you know? you can, So it's like, it, I feel like sometimes they wrestle with that, too. They're like, do we let them kind of oh, imagine what the yeah. voice is, yeah. or do we just kind of insert them ourselves? Mm. should be optional. I think that's yeah. the best thing to do. That's then, a good man. point. Make, make it optional. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you could roll the dice yourself. If you want to turn that on mm-hmm. <laughs> and see if it ruins it for you. Uh, some nobody says Xbox could fart rainbows, still wouldn't buy it. All right, that- uh, that'd be cool. <laughs> if farted rainbows, I would buy it just for that. Right? Uh, hey, you know what? If that, I bet you if they opt for uh, like a fan at the top being RGB, I bet you that gets actually a bunch of people in. Because I think that fan's just green, and it just you can kind of I see get- it. It looks like it's light, but. When they physically showed off, I could so show see, so see Phil Spencer like coming out on stage and be like, "Look, you can change the color of the fan." I wouldn't care, but it wouldn't be bad. That may be interesting, right? Uh, Ian Shepard says, uh, "Spawn is mother hen of the group." Uh, Shadow Nexus <laughs> says, "Yeah, three three years and no Netflix on Switch." That was a good point because we had we had rumored for a little bit that there would be Netflix on the Switch, and it never never show, well it hasn't showed up yet. I shouldn't say which never I don't get. Why not? you know right like it's a perfect console to have netflix I, on 
it may just be a weird licensing thing and yeah, maybe, maybe that it's like you have to license like uh or maybe it's the thing where that like netflix said like okay well we're gonna put witcher on there and there's some really juicy titties and maybe nintendo was like <laughs> i'm a pass <laughs> yeah we'll, i mean we'll like put witcher 3 on there but we don't want to put a surface i mean like hulu is on there though yeah i want to make really I want to yeah, make that special. by text. I want to make that by text notification. Dreamcast <laughs> guy saying really juicy titties. Yeah, your wife texts you really juicy titties. Oh, yes. milk. Those are definitely uh, the best kind of, uh, from experience. Ronald, Ronald, Ronald Lucas uh, says rich equals MVG, but with a less sexy accent. <laughs> I love and a very gray beard. <laughs> People in chat keep saying how you're you're MVG, and I. I love it. <laughs> can you do an Aussie accent? What was that? I said, can you do an Aussie accent? Do, do, no. do it, Rich. No. no, I cannot do an Aussie accent. I love you. It died, mate. I love PlayStation. Uh, wait, no, Sean. Where, where's MVG from, though? He's from uh, London. Good old London town. <laughs> He's from the UK, oh isn't he? That was my favorite video ever. Because. <laughs> I was dead ass serious. That was great. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. From London. Of course, of course, of course, Sonic says GameStop, GameStop should be a an arcade hotel or something, or just an arcade place now. That wouldn't work either. Because yeah, who the hell goes to arcade? Yeah. Man, nobody can. No one can solve GameStop's problem. Man, we're bound to our homes. Everything's screwed. Yeah. Uh, arcade, the last time I cared about arcades, I was eight and had a mullet. Like, oh my God. I had a the mullet. That are going to exist are WalMarts and Chipotle's. Everything oh, else is going to go out of business. And Amazon. We're going to have statues of Jeff Bezos like everywhere. Uh, That's coming. Did you see his house in California? Yeah, he has the most expensive house. I, I forgot the town, uh, but he has the most expensive house there. It's like $150 million or something like that. 165, Jeez. sir. Oh, I'm Jeez. sorry. This is crazy. Oh, man. That, that's chump change. Uh, <laughs> Master, Master Jazz says, uh, all you hear is uh, the bad stuff, never the good. So I, I think talking about GameStop. Mm. Um, what is their good? If there's good, is, please let me know. What is the but what's the good though? Like they don't have a better like rewards program than I mean you can get that discount at Walmart. Like they don't what exactly you can trade I, in games but you get crap trade in, you know, values. Like what exactly what is the good? You no, know, I'll say a good thing about GameStop. It very rarely smells like cat pee GameStop. <laughs> I'm pretty cool with that. Hey, some of the employees actually some of the employees in my area are actually pretty cool. You can tell that they're just they're trying to they're trying to skate the line um, with GameStop and everything. So they so do their best. Yeah. They let me use their bathroom too. That was very <laughs> <laughs> are you rubbing this is all on your butt, Rich? Because I would have crapped on their floor. So you know that was very <laughs> you're like you're like, can I get a couple discs to wipe my ass? I'll pay uh, for the warranty. Uh but <laughs> go ahead, Rich. No, I uh, I was just gonna I was just gonna say I was gonna crap on their floor for today. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, that's uh that was all the super chats though, and that's up. Oh, there's one there. Uh, oh, there you go. There you go. Take it out that way. Ryan says Hey, bro, the Colorado game stops are all still open for business, yeah, baby. Everybody else is done. California. It's gonna be green Colorado. Yeah. Let's uh let's go around here. Thanks everyone for joining us tonight. Rich, where where can they find you, man? Thank you for joining us, by the way. You can find me at Review Tech USA on YouTube, where I will never be talking about politics again.
<laughs> ever, ever again. That was, I was saying in the past. <laughs> I got everyone's links down in the description as well. Uh, OJ, where can they where can they find you, man? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube, Player Essence, and um, I've got some pretty cool stuff that I'm doing. I just released a, a Super Smash Brothers video. So make sure you guys check that out. We got some cool um, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition stuff like that that I'll be talking about next. You can check out the channel. Um, Final Fantasy VII, looking forward to that. So I'm going to be covering that a lot more and Trials of Mana. And we're giving away a Switch Lite and a Fighter's Pass 2 and a $20 eShop card. So you can subscribe to the channel, have a chance to get, uh, win all that crap. Man, those are going to be out within a, a couple weeks of each other. Oh, man, yeah, now I'm really annoyed that it got delayed. Oh. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing overtime in, in April, man. There's, that's Trials of Mana and, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's that's amazing. <sighs> If the, uh, if the consoles don't get delayed, our wallets are going to be lighting on fire this holiday mm, season, too. Yeah. Miss uh, Miss Click, where can they find you? Hey, uh, you can find me uh, YouTube uh, when I when I do videos again, eventually. Um, when I, yeah. Anyways, uh, you uh, Miss Click Gaming YouTube, uh, Twitch. I'm live literally every day and night, and it's a problem. Uh, and you can find me there as Miss Click underscore live. Other than that, everything else, Twitter. Uh, Instagram, all that stuff. You can find it on my website, MissClickGaming.com. Thanks for having me. Cool. What about Sean? You can find me on RGT85. I'm only doing Nintendo Switch eShop sale videos from now <laughs> to the foreseeable future. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's all we're doing, baby. Nah, hey, man. Um, yeah, 100K let's, let's get it, let's get it um, done, bro. Hey, not wrong. <laughs> um no there's there's a bunch of stuff on the channel a bunch of reviews from the past actually like two weeks um make sure you go check them out and yeah cool stuff very good very good and then uh what about max dreamcast guy um youtube.com slash dreamcast guy uh, i have some really cool videos coming up just because there's so many i'm trying to get a copy of ori that new ori uh what is it ori in the blind forest right Will the Wisps? Will, will, will the Wisps. That's out soon. It's looking good. It's looking good. I'm excited for that. Neo 2. I got a big Neo 2 review coming out uh, next in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm excited. But yeah, be sure to subscribe. Uh, most of y'all are, I'm sure. Cool. What about uh, Evan? Just follow me on Twitter, Kim Rich Project. Whenever I'm doing anything convention-wise, video, art, streaming, whatever, it'll be there. Cool. All right. Very good. You just passed 1,000 followers recently on Twitter, right? while ago actually <laughs> very nice very nice all right cool yeah go follow evan so you can keep up to date with everything cool all right let's go do it here for episode 152 we'll be back next saturday night 9 p.m eastern time hey hopefully there's a direct show sean can stop uh asking us for one just announce some games that's it you don't even need to do a talk about something uh all right we'll see you guys uh we'll see you guys next week